Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. I see the abusive dad coming out now. Yeah, no, he, he's been abusive. I've already got got abused oh, no. so Hannah, much. Hannah was, we were in the thing. We were we were in the uh, and I said you know uh, we were in the Lennox uh, cafe or fucking grocery sure. and I bought the water. Hey Tom, how much were you complaining? How much was it? No, it goes one sixty. This is gold. It's crazy. It goes one sixty. for a water. It's for my guest. I know, but I, I would my have been ha- I would have been happy with a glass from the tap. No, no you wouldn't have, have been. We, we have the best water ever. It's like, um, like triple like, distillation, you know. But I like, I like Dublin tap water Don't anyway. Disrespect. No. Me. We, we are, well, I let you taste our the perfect water. Do we gonna have a taste test? Is that how the podcast is gonna <laughs> begin? We're gonna have a taste test. Dublin tap water versus a global. Um, but even though this says this is Irish water, also. Oh, it's Irish water. Look, that's great. Yeah. It's probably, um, you know, the distilled, same. distilled tap water. We had, uh, There was a big thing uh, there. Uh, there was water something. There was water. Remember, there was water stuff. You know, the, the water fucking, they did all these, uh, uh, they, they tried to fix, wa- they tried to charge us for water. Mm-hmm. Oh, the yeah, water, water charges. Water, like over, water meters. It's over water a decade. Fucking, water fucking meters. Oh, I'm so angry I, I like, can't even speak, Jack. Dave, Daniel. Dave, Daniel. Dave, Dave's Sorry. topical is just news stories from 10 years ago. <laughs> no, because, because, you know, the one person who's not from Ireland. What, what, what was it? Was it te- yeah, but it, you know, it's funny, though. At 56, 10 years ago seems only like five, two years ago. ago. Every, in you know, fairness, like to, real... to, to Jack, 10 years ago is when was it? That's half his life ago. It's, What's that sound? Oh, yeah, we're getting that. What is that, Jack? That's freaking me out, That's, man. You did that, Jack. <laughs> Jack, what is that? Jack. He's do fired. The, do you have the, do you literally There's have nothing. The, there's nothing going on. Did you have the microphone on the fucking ground, Jack? Huh? Daniel, I have, Daniel, I, Daniel <laughs> did Jack have the microphone? Is this on your the, fourth the, episode, is it? <laughs> no, it's just I think, I think, I think there's a few more, actually. All right, because yeah. it, it, it's taken how many episodes to get into the real family dynamic? <laughs> 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 okay, um, can I give uh, you a abuse. bit of a can I give you a bit of an intro? I don't know, just a quick intro, or or will we just relax a little bit more before I do that? No, I, you, you're the boss, Dave. Am I? Am I the captain of the ship? You are the captain. <laughs> this is the captain of For your the ship. For the moment, <laughs> calling um, Daniel. I Jack. there will be a coup. D- Daniel or Jack. <laughs> <laughs> What's that buzzing sound? What was that buzzing sound? There's no buzzing anymore. It was, it's literally, it was two seconds. He fiddled yeah, with yeah. one knob. He got a little buzz, okay. and he's off. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Are you a lawyer all of a sudden? <laughs> 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 um, so uh, should we should we do the intro? By the way, can I just anybody who's tuning into this podcast? This is we're still we obviously have a, a, our first 
official guest, which is very exciting. I'm very excited about. But also, we're still rehearsal. We're still discovering because we're only six episodes in. But I have to do this because I can't get on fucking, uh, you know, you know, interviews on radio. So I have to create my own fucking I have to be self-generating. Too much information. (laughs) Woo. Like Dave has to frame everything in conspiratorial but like like the, everything dave doesn't exist unless he can frame it as a conspiracy against him that's true thank you listen i'm very very excited right uh, i'm uh, my my our first official guest on and that's why we're not together is uh, a young man called des bishop uh no i shouldn't do it like that i should do then at the end <laughs> fuck it it doesn't matter. We're, do getting, we're leaving everything in because this is how we learn. This is and a great failure intro. is a smelling salts for success. You don't need so, guests because you have so many voices in your head. Thank you might you. as well just talk to them. Okay, so a native New Yorker came to uh, Ireland in his mid-teens. I'm did reading this. Re- did you rehearse? Did I did read it. Did you write it yourself? Everybody oh, knows like who Des Bishop is in Ireland. Apparently you can, you can tell AI what you want. Want to be written and they write it for you, but unfortunately okay. you should have read it before. <laughs> uh, Hannah, you're you did a, Is this a Chat GPT you're intro? A, what's that? <laughs> what's a Chat? Sorry. In ten years' time, he'll talk about. That. <laughs> oh, good morning, Tom. Okay, so uh, Des came to Ireland in his mid-teens in the nineties, right? And he went to the same school as I did. For a year. No way. Oh, only for a year. Yeah, yeah. Blackrock College. Oh, Black Which College. fucking one? Because you went to the only schools. ones. You were expelled <laughs> and shoved okay. around. So he went to Blackrock College, and recently there's revelations come out about Blackrock College about uh, pedophile priests. Uh, I hope De- Des wasn't. <laughs> I, I was fine. Thank you for this uplifting intro. Here. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and he came to prominence with his extraordinary TV series, The Des Bishop Work Experience, in 2004. Um, where he lived on minimum wage uh, and you know so listen uh, I mean I could I could go on and on and on right <laughs> listen there you go introduce the show Jack go on uh, welcome, to- oh, <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the show and that's why we're not together star David McSavage and Hannah Andrews with our special guest <laughs> <laughs> who I just gave a very clumsy introduction to. We like Des Bishop. Welcome, Des. Thank you very much. Thank you. I, I like the fact that I like the fact that after years of impersonating Pat Kenny, you don't even realize how much you sound like Pat Kenny when you try to do like a straight intro. Oh, I know it's so, but but I, I just thought you know when you're Maybe getting ready. Maybe he's your hero. <laughs> when you're getting ready for. I'm sorry, but <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I had like a virus for weeks, oh, so yeah. my laugh is a little uh, over exaggerated. But there was a genuine laugh. But when you're getting ready for these things, you think, well, everybody knows you, but then there would be one, there'd be a few people who might not be aware of you. So just out of uh, respect or just introducing you to people, but it doesn't come naturally. There's a clunkiness to I an introduction. I think you're a people pleaser all of a sudden. Oh, for fuck's sake, Hannah. <laughs> is that, is what never, happened to you? What does you that were... even mean? I don't know. You just want to. Are be... you on the cigarette stairs? It's just as well. No, see, I had I had bronchitis. I know, for weeks. I know, I know. I can't that's get what, rid of it. I know that's what you just said. Um, well, listen. You, you just didn't listen. I did fucking listen. <laughs> That's another skill you need to develop. 
But it is true. Uh, you know, actually putting this podcast together and editing it, it you really look at yourself like you can't, you normally would never look at yourself. And I'll tell you something. I mean, there's certain good things about being a narcissist, I guess, but it's a very myopic. <laughs> there's a, it's a, largely it's a very myopic way of stumbling through life because you literally don't fucking listen to people, man. You don't, what? you know. And and that's the good thing about doing this podcast is I, I actually listen to my sons but properly. later than never. How old are you? Now, here's the question, though. Do you listen to them in 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 live situation or is it like later on when you're editing, you realize, oh, oh yeah, that's what he said. That's right. <laughs> Completely. Like when you're editing, you yeah, suddenly yeah, go, yeah. oh, my, my yeah, children yeah. have a decent point of view. Yes. That's great. It's shocking. It's shocking. What an arsehole I am. I mean, I'm less of an arsehole, but definitely I have been a big, big arsehole. But, but I think, you know what's great about this? Because first of all, congratulations. Thank you very much. Not Des. just blowing smoke up your ass, but the minute you told me the idea, I really did think it was a it was a winning idea. But the great thing about this is you get to sort of be an arsehole in a safe space. Yeah. Okay. Uh, look at you, such a controller. He's worried about the, my volume going in, as if I don't have the fucking headphones on myself. <laughs> <laughs> he's literally looking at me. You, for those that aren't watching on YouTube, he's looking at me saying, like, Mike closer, Mike closer, as if I don't have the most booming voice in the world. <laughs> right? Anyway. Oh, uh, it's so good that somebody else is in charge. No, but I think no. it's great because yeah. you, you, you're not really an asshole, but like, mm. there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's something hilarious about your oddness mm. and now you get to be in a safe space where you're with all these people that make you seem like you're actually not an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so we can just enjoy it in a safe space. Oh, yeah. Um, yes, it, it is funny, though. It, it, it does make me realize my relation. Oh, yeah. So so the point of the, the, the theme, every podcast has to have a fucking theme, Des. Right. And the theme is and the theme is and that's why we're not together. So at some point in the show, it would be good for you to talk about some relationship, platonic or romantic or, you know, um, that has ended. And right. you, you can talk about you don't have to name names or whatever. But I think the fabric of society, you know, it's about relationships, connections. And, and so most of them actually well, all of them will come to an end at some point. In oh. fact, you've done uh, two shows about your dad about and death. <laughs> yeah, well, well, about relationships coming to an end because of death. Yeah, because which uh, which uh, I mean, it's so funny. Where it's horrible. Re it's horrible. Well, it is kind of horrible. That's why myself and my parents are not, are not together. together. <laughs> <laughs> but Actually, that's not the theme of this episode. Well, well, well. It, it's no, because we can talk about. No, we talk. No, but at so, at some point, that's the the, the hook. We're trying to come up with a hook, and that's the hook. At some point, uh, you know, during the episode, Jack will press this button. Oh, look! And that's why we're not together. <laughs> but I don't think that. No, was don't that, get the crying. I don't, I don't think that was that moment, though. No, it wasn't that moment. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I also would like to say that uh, Des uh, started the International Comedy Club back in two thousand and when was it? Through nineteen ninety eight. <laughs> was it 1998? Yeah, 1998. Fuck yeah, now. I mean, do, do you want the, the, the Did quick you but boring okay, story? Okay, so the International is a pub in Dublin, and upstairs there's a shitty little fucking room, right? Fits, fits about 70 slash 100 people. <laughs> right, right. 70 according to the fire officer, but... Right, right, in, right. In its heyday. Well, in its heyday. Uh, oh, and... Um, well, when I came, I came back to Ireland in the year 2000 and it was fairly quiet. It wasn't there were there was never that many people there. But then you did your Des Bishop work experience. And from that moment on, basically, the kind of comedy scene, it felt like anyway, in, in Dublin sort of really 
had a resurgence or took off. Well, I mean, I'm not going to take credit for the, the, oh, you de- the, the I scene taking off. I definitely but the international, uh, uh, oh, the yeah. international grew exponentially. Let as me a blow result. smoke up your ass. I get it, but uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. can I also say yeah. that the reason why I got the Thursday look at blind boy impersonation here now, he's boy. sucking into the mic. Oh. Blind boy's always vaping into the mic. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm, That's I'm his not, thing. I did, the blind boy is is that his real personality? <laughs> I, I, I can't I don't I can't watch him out. I I'm OCD or ACD or ACDC I'm you know with the plastic bag and the the contrived voice you're like who am I talking to you know I'll, I'll bring you I'll bring a character to you if you want to talk sorry Des no but I mean I think I think he he likes it that way I think he likes the separation between his character and his his real person gives him a lot of freedom to live his life without so he gets a lot of the the benefits of fame without the negatives but people will fucking oh right they won't recognize yeah, him they don't know him. unless he puts a plastic bag on that's the whole reason to become famous is to get recognized Are you out of your mind well for for, for the narcissist <laughs> and I, I include myself in that yeah, you are 100 yeah. percent yeah. yeah. correct anyway uh, can you imagine if you were famous and nobody knew you i'm fucking blind boy you go walk around <laughs> yeah. hey come here do you know who i am i'm fucking blind boy are you yeah <laughs> Look at Alpen, you have to put the. Okay. I swear to God, I'm blind by you. You have to believe me. You have to believe me. I'm from uh, fucking Limerick. But anyway. Sorry, Limerick people. The the international thing is not that interesting, but. It is is to me. You're giving me credit for something that's not really true because the actual reason why I got the Thursday nights is because the Wednesdays were so popular. The comedy seller, it was Wednesday night. Okay. Barry Murphy, Ardlo Hanlon. Kevin Gilkey Were they doing it? That, they weren't doing it that point. That was point. a major success. Hmm. That was a huge success. No, Ian Coppinger was running it then. And I, Joe Rooney tried Ian to start... Co- Ian Coppinger. Can I just say something? I might... No, just hang on a second. Here, uh, Ian Coppinger is doing loads of gigs now. And he doesn't... He, he doesn't look like he's aged. It's weird. Ian Coppinger. Yeah, I mean... No, I'm just he saying... He looks great. Yeah, but he's like in his 50s. But he, he still doesn't look... Like he doesn't, he looks still, it's kind of weird, man. Oh yeah. That, I, 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 There's I fucking don't, something weird about gen, that dude that he hasn't family, aged. His family has good genetics. Hmm. Do you know this? And he's probably put on a few pounds. Like I think as you get older, it's good to put on a few pounds oh, to fill in the wrinkles. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's yeah, like yeah. natural filler. You could spend thousands of euros on filler or you could just get fat. I'm not saying he's Did fat. Did you do it yourself as well? I got, I put on a few pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hannah, oh. that is so fucking oh. rude, Hannah. How fucking dare you? You're looking good. That's you just call noticed. you're just fat shaming Hannah, Des. No, Hannah has no. always been complimentary about you know Hannah was doing makeup and RTE for you. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Still we have our own friendship. Okay, sorry. Independent of you, but <laughs> okay. not 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 in a uncomfortable way. Yeah, in front of my children. Jack <laughs> <laughs> We've no. we've talked about skincare previously. Okay. okay. <laughs> Sitting waiting to do the late late show or something like that. But anyway, the the Thursdays was created as a spillover from the Wednesday nights, which didn't really succeed. And Joe Rooney gave up on it. Okay. And I took it over. Gotcha. And I put the... Well, I was a new comp. You know, I, Joe, it, Joe was already successful. Whereas for me, I had a lot of motivation in to ni- make it happen. In 1998, were uh, Barry Murphy and no. Ardell still involved in the no, comedy cellar? No, Ian ran this comedy cellar. Right. But, but I took the Thursday and I didn't have to... See, the thing with the seller is the seller is their thing. I think still to this day, 
they still consider themselves to have like I guess like a like an overseeing role. Don't quote me on that. But the seller is their thing. Whereas the International Comedy Club from 1998 until last year was uh, my thing, and then Aiden's thing. It, mm. it had nothing to do with those guys. Gotcha. So it was always an independent entity. Well, there was a there was a fairly marked change once you did that TV show. Was it two thousand three, two thousand four? Yeah, um, it was just oh, it was packed with the, uh, a lot of good looking women, by the way, mm. and uh, you know because they were hoping to touch the hem of Des's garment. As in, like <laughs> so, they wanted to kiss the bishop's ring. <laughs> they wanted to kiss, kiss <laughs> the bishop's ring, um, but it was great. And th- and then it was Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So that happened over time. But who runs it now? He's gone. Um, um, Simon O'Keefe. Was it better? Well, yeah, but he doesn't give me gigs. But because it's not the International Comedy Club. It's comedy at the International. Well, it's it not connected to the entity that I ran for all those years. Well, do you know what it is? It's funny, though. S- suddenly, because of, you know, COVID and then Peter taking it over and he, he was he very much mismanaged it. I'm sorry. Well, that, be- these are all your opinion. I was not around. Why are you suddenly behaving like we're in fucking North Korea? Because, Dave, and, I've known and- you for 20 years. You think <laughs> I'm getting involved in your bridge-burning exercises here? <laughs> I, I am staying well clear of all bridges. Des, come, come over here. The bridge is warm. <laughs> it's because it's fucking burning. <laughs> come on, Des. Come to the bridge. I'll happy to stay this side of the thing. Well, listen, okay, uh, you don't have to say this anyway. But this he, is on the fence. No, he no, 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 because actually he, did, he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have had any, you, were, you're, you live mostly in... Uh, well, no, this, I have nothing to do with that. Yeah, that yeah. No- so anyway, um, and then, but, but it just made me realise, you know, I had this idea, you know, the international is this place, but actually the international isn't, the, I mean, um, it was, we, we had a very good run, I would say. Yeah, and listen, a lot and of it's people just underestimate how, how difficult how difficult it is to run a club and how difficult it is to keep the standards up for years. And that requires, you know, it's all, the only thing I ever told Aiden when, when he started to take it over more Mm. and more, which Aiden actually only took it over full time. Like Aiden's fully took over the international when I went to China. That was the moment where I Mm. said, it's yours now 100%. But the one thing I said was it has to be standards. Like people will hassle you for shows and you're not being mean. But the club has a certain standard. You have to be of a certain skill level to be a regular at the club. Mm. It's, it's not an insult to anybody. It's a goal for you to be good enough in the booker's opinion to play the club. And if you keep that high standard, the club will remain good. Uh, but it is funny, like Des just said, people underestimate how difficult it is. And because uh, I had a personal experience of that, I tried to run a club in the Haveney Bridge Inn with uh, Declan Rooney. <laughs> and, um, you know, well, first of all, you, have, you know, there's, there's many Declan. plates that have to be spun. Shall we have to be? I do sound like fucking Pat Kenny. There's many plates that have to be spun. And one is obviously getting people into the fucking club right so you're just worried about that and you're worried like in the audience are people too drunk oh fuck look at the state of that guy where where are people going to sit and is there are there going to be hecklers everywhere so that's so you've got that kind of thing you know and then yes the the worry of of comedians just constantly calling you all the time and and the quality and the quality of the stand-up and so then when you're at the gig you can't really uh sit there like a punter and not give a shit. You're really concerned about how the gig is going, so that's quite stressful. Yeah. Plus, you have to you have to broaden your tastes. In that, like, I, when I was booking the international, <clears throat> and in in 
in it, it, like oh that's it, a very it, interesting point it was yeah. different it was different back then too because actually there wasn't that many comics yeah. so a lot of the time my biggest issue was i couldn't find a comic but at the same time i you know just because i didn't love a comic if they were performing well if the audience were loving them i would book them right you can't be as uh, as picky do you think uh yeah well definitely but, there, but, there but are you clubs have to be picky in terms of like they have to be good but you can't be like they're good but not my type of good not my style of good yeah that's why um i played in what's that place called angel in fucking london now this is my opinion does you know but i found it, it it had a very kind of certain style of comedian and i, I felt like i was a fucking i don't know like a, a russian soldier coming in to a, a village and did anybody was this all in your head? Or was no, this no, no. There was uh, no. What happened was uh, this this place called uh, no. It's called the Bill Murray, or it's called Angel, and it's just full it's called the Bill Murray. It's called the Bill Murray. Yeah, I see the people. A lot of people do warm up shows there. Yeah, and and so it's kind of there's loads of these little kids that you know if you look at them they're like, <laughs> why are you looking at me? Fuck off, you tender fuck. Anyway, so no, there was a guy. So were they judging you or were you judging there them? Was a guy, I don't know. There, there, there was a, I, I came into this club right. There was a guy at the door. And he had a little clipboard and he and he looks at me and goes, hello, lovely. And, and, I, and I'm going like, I, I was in a mood and I'm thinking, mate, you know, I'm not fucking lovely, right? Number one. Number two, you're just trying out this personality. You're probably from fucking Reading and you, you, you're tapped into this collective personality. Hello, lovely. And he just, he, he just gave me the arsehole, right? <laughs> so... Then I was on stage going on about this guy, hello, lovely, right? I was I started going on like I am now, and then I, I referenced uh, what's that um, film um, with uh, uh, Grant? Uh, what's it Notting called? Notting Hill. N no, not Notting Hill. Four uh, weddings the, and a funeral. No, the the one. Um, Love actually. <laughs> no, uh, the, the the one where the two actors uh, spend a day and they're they're smoking marijuana, smoking weed. What's the fucking... Oh, oh, uh, Whitnell and I. Whitnell and I. What a great film. But there's a scene... I was, I was doing movies from the wrong Grant. <laughs> I was doing Hugh Grant. You were doing R Richard E. Grant. Yeah. J Jack and Daniel, you should have been jumping in with the references. Do you see how good Des is? <laughs> you said Hugh Grant, no? I did, he yes. He said yeah. Grant. Richard, Richard yeah. E. Grant. Sorry, yeah. this is terrible. I, I, you know, look. But there was a scene anyway in Whitnell and I where there was a big Irish builder, right? And he's sitting in the pub and, and he's just there... Yeah, oh, yeah, punts. I don't know if you know that scene, but it, so part of my Celtic Irish brain, there was like a hundred thousand warriors listening to this guy going "Hello, lovely," and thinking punts, right? Now I know, I'm not asking people to agree or disagree. I'm just sharing an idea that popped into my fucking head, right? Uh, and to me, punts doesn't refer to uh, somebody's sexual proclivity. It's just somebody who's affected and who's you know. And so I was saying all this. <laughs> On stage, <laughs> and they were not going for it. I, no, no. The guy who was on the fucking clipboard was in the audience, and he was a comedian. And then I come off stage, and he said, "You really upset, fucking Jeremy." And, uh, you know, <laughs> and Jeremy was fucking in tears. So I'm going up to him. She right? gave him a tissue. <coughs> or maybe not ripped on him on stage because the problem is that nobody else can like they all probably think he's a lovely guy he is a lovely guy but they haven't gone back three generations of hurt name? but they didn't know that he, that was him you anyway so i go up to your man jeremy and i said listen jeremy because he was the same age as my kid i don't know i'm just i, I really <laughs> i'm so i'm not laughing i was sorry because he was all upset but he, he, he was all crying, so there's nothing. I mean, there, there was nothing I could have done to uh, undo. But anyway, so that place, I'm dead to them. There, you know, so that's it. So that's so. Thank God, I've got the top secret. 
you know, where people aren't as sensitive. But you, but you, come on, you, you love you love doing that. You love alienating. You like putting yourself in a situation. I actually, do you know what it is, Des? It's not that I love it. It just happens. It's like <laughs> I, I ha it happens. <laughs> but you know that was the thing. Can I just say, <laughs> Des? You know, back in the nineties, you could just get into trouble, and it wasn't a big deal. And you could, go, you know, it didn't seem, you know, it didn't end things. Just people were pissed off, and they kind of kept it to themselves. But now everybody tells everyone about everything and, you know. You can't let it go, though, can you? What? Like, you always have to, like, argue your point. You, you're not, like, one to, like, let it happen. Let it oh, fall. yeah, let it go. Yeah, myself. Oh, you're so right, uh, uh, Jack. Fucking. Festering resentments. I, Maybe that would have also been a good title of this podcast. Well, yeah, festering resentments or, yeah, reven festering resentments, yeah. Some some resentments are good though I think for me comedically because you know you hold on to them and then you like it with, yeah it, 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 it inspires you yeah yeah did you want that water have you is that water finished I I, I currently have a few more sips of water <laughs> do you want that water I wouldn't I wouldn't like the amount of water to to ruin the flow of the conversation <laughs> <laughs> do you do you want that Hannah or you I can I have your water uh, I got tea you might not like it okay but anyway so yeah fe res resentments festering resentments yeah. What do you do? You have any resentments that you want to share? No, you probably. No, I, I never share my resentments. That's always been one of the great differences between me and you. <laughs> oh yeah, but I, you do have. Of you course, I have. Everybody, everybody has, has resentments. Are you do you have me? resentments, Anna? We probably have some of the same ones. <laughs> I just keep them to myself. You know. I'm trying to think of the same ones that we might have. <laughs> no, Dave. No, <laughs> we're not doing that. <laughs> And uh, well, Aiden ran the international. You see, I'm talking about the International Comedy Club because it meant an awful lot to me. Cause yeah, it but was, I think it was, Simon's it was, doing a decent job now. I, it needed a comic running. Oh, he is. Simon's doing, a, but he doesn't like me. Oh. And he doesn't give me gigs. Now, okay, and that's so fine. let's get into how did that happen? Well, when did Simon, when did you Jeremy Simon? Well, who, who Jeremy? <laughs> when did you do a Jeremy on Simon? Well, I'm sure I did a Jeremy on Simon. It could, I, I think there's a few reasons. I think possibly this is going back to 2009. I think I didn't give him uh, 2009. Yeah, 2009. Does everybody get as is everyone as is everyone as entertained by like Dave's madness as I am? That, oh, so, well, I think I think that's uh, that's normal for us. So um, no, I know. But like, what I mean is like, are the listeners enjoying? An insight into your... Um, I don't know, because we've only just started. But no, I am trying to be honest. No, listen, Simon is a good guy, right? And he does run a good... He runs... He, he's actually much better than the previous guy who was running it. No question about it. But I don't dislike Simon, but I don't think he, he likes me. But and, is that and, a and, fact or is that in your head? Well, he's never given me a gig. Maybe you should have ask you, him. Have you, have you asked him for a gig? I probably... Yeah, I think I have, yeah. Let's I mean, go not, back in the texts. Not, not that get, I, get Simon O'Keefe up on your phone and show me the text where you said, Simon, can I have a gig? And he didn't give you one. Okay. I don't think you did. You're and, just and not that, not that, head. not that, um, not, but, but I, I don't know. So, so you're just, so I'm thinking, but anyway, thank God. Uh, what's your man's name? Eddie Malarkey and, uh, oh yeah, the crack uh, den. The crack den. So that's, but it, it, it did make me realize the international was just really an idea. It wasn't necessarily about the location or the actual building itself. It, it, they kind of looked looked out. I mean, I, I think they must have benefited greatly for the international because they sold so much fucking beer. Well, the bar. Listen, when I took the Thursdays, the beer the, they, they made a lot of money on that fucking bar. Yeah, but like you got to understand that comedy. Ungrateful fucks. Comedy. Uh, speak. Comedy. Uh, I'm not going to let my guests speak, Hannah. 
At They're going to be at Coopers. <laughs> <laughs> no, but when I took over the Thursday, it was the Comedy Cellar, and then I had the Thursdays, and then the uh, the Improv had the Mondays. Three nights. There used to be Irish music nights, and then there was like a band open mic night. But by the time the pandemic hit, it was comedy seven nights a week. I mean, it became a comedy thing, but that mm. happened over time. Yeah, yeah. But, but there wouldn't have been comedy there except for the Comedy Cellar originally. That's how it became comedy in that place. And what but, year was that when it's when they first... Oh, they were in the 80s. It was like 88 they started. Yeah. But anyway, not getting into the history, but what I'm saying is that uh, I got to think that the bar, uh, you know, have embraced the, the... You know, they've they've been pretty grateful for what comedy has brought the bar over those years. I mean, that's what people think about when they think of the international these days. Yes, yeah, yeah. When you go on the TripAdvisor reviews, it's mostly about the comedy. And uh, it's funny, uh, the the it is a very, you know, they call them wet pubs or dry pubs. That's a very much a wet pub. And it, it, they're very supportive of alcohol. Like if you're if you have a drinking problem, you're very welcome. International. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, you go you go into there's the international the and there's there's well. just that kind of ugh. it's an old school local. It still keeps. But it's all. Ah, hell yeah. <laughs> it's so like alcohol. Well, what's about the other pub you hate as well? Which other pub? Uh, you know, like, uh, you think there's full of alcoholics. Grogan's? Grogan's. Oh, God. Grogan's, yeah, it's kind of guys clinging to their, you know, they're in their late 40s and they're still clinging to their school, university days. And they're just sitting outside the Grogan's hoping that some little Spanish student wanders by. And Jesus, you get very dark so fast. <laughs> I, my Although buddy, that, my buddy saying, calls it the graveyard of ambition. Yeah, Grogan's. the graveyard of ambition. <laughs> Although, you know, mocking is catching. I mean, I, I just described myself there. Really, let's, <laughs> let's J- Jack and Daniel, what's happening? They're stressing out. Uh, yeah, it's just the brightness of the wide is going for some reason oh right you have the auto fo- you have the auto on. do you want me do, do you want me to uh, pause and fix that yeah we'll pause it for a second damn it I had a no no uh, no just they they shave a bit of the bone oh but you know what we have on Jack is addicted it's really good uh, you know uh, you buy a tent and steam tent and you can have it in your house and you can do it every You're, day you, you have like a, your own sweat lodges yeah yeah it's it's basically um a, tent, yeah. a little tent and really uh, and efficient. there's a there's a there's a it blows steam into the, it's really where good. do you get the steam uh hannah yeah, will send you a link it only costs like 120 euro it's, it's really fucking good. awesome Des. really yeah 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 it's really efficient. it was recommended to me by the beautiful talented comedian in london michelle de swart yes i would <laughs> I, you know who I'm talking about, Jack, don't you? I do, I do, yeah. yeah. Did you have you chatted to her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. lovely, really, lovely woman. Yeah, yeah. Is she really uh, attractive. Former model and funny. And wow. she, and she, Jealous. and she was, uh, she, she was, she was, hang- she was invited to a party with uh, who's the guy who, who talked Jeffrey to Epstein, yeah. Jeffrey Epstein. And, and did she say yes or no? Well, well she said uh, she said she was there, and you know he was basically like you know going, uh, uh, but he. She reckons he was racist because oh, she, she was. She, 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 re- she reckons he no. he he basically. Like, that's the least of his bro- fucking problems. He problem. basically like there was a few girls there, and he basically like invited this uh, Eastern European woman who was like just eighteen, I think, or, or very young. And she reckons the fact is that 
she didn't find an interest in her because she's black yeah. instead of being Eastern European or his He's racist. No, yeah. so, so, now I don't like so this another guy. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So in other words, she <laughs> was prote- she was partially protected by yeah. racism. So there's a yeah. benefit in some in that way. In some situations. But obviously, she's saying that, or are you just that, trying to get no, into no, that? No, that, that's, that's her. her that's, that's that's like her paraphrasing. Oh, she actually does yeah. a bit about it. Yeah, that's a, oh, it's a right. bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, like she would say, races come in handy sometimes. I don't know. It was a good synopsis. Why? Yeah. Like, (laughs) you know, protects you. Speaking of racism, I saw that film last night, Emancipation, with Will Will William Will Will Smith. Will Smith. Thank you. (laughs) Um, But you know, do you know what it was? I haven't seen it. Well, I didn't. And I I tend not to talk about slavery as an issue. I, I tend to avoid that topic, Dave, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell Dave hasn't been doing comedy in the States. <laughs> so, there's not much of a debate, really. I tend to avoid the issue of slavery. <laughs> I tend to get into hot water. Well, no, look, um, uh, the thing is, um, you know, I didn't want to watch because for some reason I'm all angry with Will Smith. Like, what the fuck? Uh, do, should I give a shit about his behavior? But uh, listen, he's a fantastic actor. Leave him alone for once. Like he's a, can I just say, I just want to say he's a fantastic actor, right? He is. He is. And then I watched the film and I kind of, you know, and it's, uh, and, but then it made me, th- made me look at the whole Will Smith, Jada Pinkett Smith thing in a different way. And I thought like, who the fuck knows where, like I'm mental. So like I kind of understand like he's 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 in a re- very deep relationship with Jada and she's probably saying to him like because you're always saying to me Hannah what are you always saying to me I don't know are you I, a man There you go Are you a man You say that that's oh, yeah. so Polish no, of you that's so Eastern European isn't it It's so like what kind of a man are you I love that <laughs> <laughs> I have that message. That's, why, that's why Jeffrey Epstein chose the Eastern European. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, yeah, that, that, that message that you sent about Hannah, it was so funny. What was that again? Um, it, it was basically like that she'll just say stuff off the top of her head or something without thinking. She's got no filter. Oh, yeah, in a good way. In that in, sense, yeah, yeah, no, like but that. it was very it Eastern was European. Very, very and there's a bluntness sometimes that yes. comes from the translation, I feel. There's mm. something direct about it, which I like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I won't play it, will I? No. Your, your message. Bad? No, it's very funny. I was playing it, Hannah was laughing yeah, at it's all. Funny. Um, I, I, I mean, whatever. No, whatever. I won't. Okay. But anyway, um, uh, so, yeah, Hannah's always going on, you know. Are you a man? Are you a man? What kind of a man are you, right? And we're, so, we're obviously we're not together. We're, it's playful. So uh, anyway, so so she's probably debollocking him, emasculating him, whatever the fuck. Who knows where his head is at? Maybe he'd just done that film and it just came to a head. And he and your man goes, you know, Jada, you know, with a, and uh, but the thing is, right, I reckon he really shagged her hard that night, you know, because he, he got his power back. He went up on stage, even though it was ridiculous, and fuck you, and whack, and people are going, Jesus, Oscars. But I bet you when they got home, <laughs> Jada Pinkett Smith, he's going, I'm a fucking man. Do you and know she's the- going, you're a man! Shag me proper. I'm sorry I'm talking Maybe about this, but I bet you he, fuck, he had a great, fuck, he had a great fucking ride that night. That's all I'm saying. Do you well, know the backstory of that? What do you think? Do you think he had a good shag that night? 
I, I, I don't think that. Oh, I think he would have been very stressed. I think the level of anxiety he was feeling, he wouldn't have been able to get an erection, to be honest with you. I think that much cortisol probably would have caused him not to function. Cortisol? But the backstory is yeah, interesting. Oh, sorry. Your son is about to say, because it... it I, I, maybe you're not aware of it because it adds more to your argument. Yeah, and no, uh, so basically they had like some kind of break or separation, right? And uh, uh, the fella, Will Smith's son, what's his Jade Jaden Smith? He has like he had like a rapper friend or something called I forget what his name is, but basically Jada Pinkett Smith started having a relationship with him, the with, this son's with the son's friend, friend, and Will Smith was okay with it. Was like letting yeah, it, was it like happen. Like an open relationship. Who had a friend? Yeah. Who had a relationship? But what do they who? call it again? There's a word. Yeah, for it. I'm, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. Get it. it. But they had a word for this this arrangement that they had, which which I forgot. But that 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 word came up a lot with the with the Will Smith uh, situation. Isn't it polyamory? It, no, polyamory is what was going on. Because but, it's open, but, you But know, they had, they had, so, okay, had so, so she the, said this in an interview. Hmm. Jada Pinkett Smith said in an interview, this <laughs> word, which then, you know, a lot of people made fun of Will Smith for being in, oh, like, yeah. so. I got you, yeah. Which so. I don't agree with, but people were trying to sort of say that he was like a cuck, basically. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, you yeah. know, that he was allowing his wife to get, fucked by this other man which a lot of that stuff is it's very regressive it's old school thing it's like if they want to have an open relationship that's up to them but of course a lot it's of men not, then were coming at him being like you're a fucking pussy man well it is uh, what you mean you're gonna find that word though can i just say you see this thing we all we all at this this human upset being obsession with progression everything is progression yeah but is it is it really a good thing some progression isn't a good thing i don't think i mean i, I what so you have an open relationship, and then I have an open relationship. So what are but, we having a relationship or what? But that existed long time ago. It's oh, only, you mean that type of thing? Yeah, polyamory. Maybe but obviously, he, it didn't sit Raider. well with 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 Will. Well, we don't know well, that. We well, don't know. I think it revealed in how he reacted. Well, no, I think what well, I think I think what was happening with Will was he was just more sick of people making fun of him. Well, look. That sometimes I think it's good to get your fucking personal power back. There's all these insults and slights to your dignity, your fucking integrity, whatever. And it has an accumulative effect. And it reached a fucking pinnacle there. And he went up on stage and he just, fuck you! But fuck off! It right? didn't stop and then, me from getting Oscar. But what I'm trying it? to say is that Jada Pinkett Smith, I bet you when he came home that night or whatever, <laughs> she's looking at him going, well, fuck me twice. Look at you. That's right. I'm a man. I'm, a, I'm not going to do Will Smith's accent. <laughs> I'm a man. Yes, you are. And I bet you they had really good sex that night. That's my theory. It's a fine theory, Dave. I but mean, you, we, we, what's we, the cortisol thing? Well, that's just the hormone that's released stress. for anxiety. It's a stress <laughs> hormone. Well, you need some. What's level Jack of doing? Cortisol. Yes, but apparently high levels of cortisol can affect your, uh, your sexual performance. Jack, what are you doing there? He's looking for the word. I'm looking for that word because it's the the word is just brilliant. It's on the top of my tongue, but I, know, I just I can't. can't. Okay, just okay, you look, you look for that word. Okay, and it's not like situationship. It's it's uh, it's like it's and it's not arrangement. What's your, oh, your wife's your wife's name is Hannah. Look, look, I yeah, had we this. We both have Hannah. I, I had that's funny. Look, look, Hannah. Look, Hannah. Look. Yeah. Look, look, look. So that that's your wife's name. Look, and then if I put it in my mouth, see, you can say take your wife's name out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <wrong. laughs> Get 
Did you see the Eddie Murphy thing at the Golden Globes? I thought it was very good. Very good. And, and it was funny. A great setup too. Great setup. And and what what it what it was kind of interesting because obviously he's reached the absolute pinnacle in comedy, and so he's just he's doing other things. And he was kind of delivering, you know, and it, was, it wasn't the old, but there, there was just that flash of of his brilliance at the end with the punchline. Perfect. Yeah, it's basically gives you so gentle, but then he performs the line so hard. Yeah, it's a blueprint. And I followed it my whole career. It's very simple. There's three things you do. just do. These three things: pay your taxes, <laughs> mind your business, and keep Will Smith's wife's name mouth. Brilliant. Nah, he's brilliant. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish he would do another special. I thought he was supposed to, and then and, and it, yeah. It didn't happen. And I thought uh, Ger- Gerard Carmichael, um, I mean, he, he, it, was, it was really properly uh, vicious what he did. With the Scientology stuff? Well, just, just how he, he... Oh, and he's like, oh, I'm, how I'm you, hosting he, this because I'm He black. just b- b- bit the hand that fed him and kind yeah. of thing, you know. And, uh, but that's the way, you know, comedy should be. But he was quite... Uh, he's quite a kind of scary presence somehow. You know, he just the yeah. way he just... He sort of, you know, smiles, but he looks like a killer, you know. I still prefer Gervais. I still prefer. Oh yeah, yeah. I still yeah. prefer the traditional roast. I know some people get yeah. upset, but there's his jokes are like were more entertaining to me. I, I like. I thought what Gerard Carmichael did was great, but but, but it, was, it, was it wasn't more, as entertaining. To no, me. but he didn't deliver them in a. He just delivered them in a very cold kind of. I don't know. It was interesting to watch him. By the way, it was entanglement. Entanglement. <laughs> so, so go on, Jack. So, she, so she, so she was healing, according to her. You, you know, all this bullshit. J- Will and Jada Smith had this whole kind of, you know, where they weren't sure where their relationship was going, blah blah blah, and she needed to heal, you know. So, and she needed to have deep, deep healing. <laughs> and people in the comments were saying, <laughs> and she was healing the <laughs> arse off your yeah. man. She was. He was healing the she arse off. She was balls over. deep in the healing. <laughs> ah, Jack. Jack, for God's sake, how, Jack? That's, hey, that's the YouTube comments. <laughs> you, is that the, how you get out of it now? Yeah. <laughs> just quoting, <laughs> paraphrasing. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that, so so oh, that's the backstory of mm. the frustration that was building up in him, and it just Chris Rock happened to be uh, at the wrong place at the wrong time. In that Will Smith had had enough and decided to show the world he'd had enough. Mm. Yeah, in a way that I did not find acceptable in any way. Yeah, but certainly I just suddenly I, I don't know I just suddenly had symp- a wave of sympathy came o- over me as regards him. But I did he- have sympathy for him. But 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 I I wasn't I wasn't. Uh, uh, dismissing the seriousness of what he did, but I thought any man that could be that frustrated in that moment to at the Oscars smack one of the world's most famous comedians. Is, but if if Chris yeah, Rock, but- if Chris Rock, if Chris Rock, if Chris Rock was like six foot five, like big Jack guy, like Will Smith wouldn't have gone up there and slapped him. You know, it's just the fact that he's a smaller guy. Because because if if he if he was like had a backbone, he probably wouldn't be with Jada anymore. But, you know. But whoa, 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 toxic whoa. masculinity. No, no, it's not at all. It's not at all. It's just like Jack, how are you gonna let yourself be like? Because you're not like time, Jack. You're you know? not like Will Smith. You you know maybe you're more emotionally integrated and intelligent. I'm like Will Smith. I was in a relationship with Fiona, for instance. Are you oh. saying you're a cook? <laughs> See, this is, you listen to Rogan. This guy, this what's going? What do you check his internet no. history? <laughs> no, but I mean, if if you know, 
an entanglement. You know, the way it's all explained and every, and it's your son's friend. <laughs> like, it's just weird. Yeah, I actually didn't realize that's, that. That's you, haram. Like, it's, you it's not right. That's haram. Did you hear she's Muslim sin? I'm joking, but like, it's not right, you know? It's that's just haram. not right. The, if you were born two thousand, no, he's, he's listening. He's li- <laughs> no, he, he listens to Andrew Tate. No, I don't. No, Is this Andrew Tate speaking here? No, no, that's not Andrew Tate. That's just hey, that's listen, just common sense. My son sense. is more intelligent. That's just common sense. He can sense. take inspiration from a lot of sources, but then he makes his own opinion. No, but so. would you, Des? Would you be in that situation? Uh, listen, I I don't. I would. I. I'm not going to answer that question. Des gets so much fucking pussy, man. (laughs) Not anymore, man. (laughs) So does Will. So does Will. He could, but he chooses not to. Yeah, but you don't know if he chooses not to. You don't know what the other side of the entanglement was. Exactly, exactly. But, you know. Honestly, the only issue there is that it became so public. It would have been great if that wasn't so public, because I feel like that's very private. And then once it's public and you're a huge celebrity... You can have everybody having opinions on your entanglement when really it's nobody's business. Well, speaking but listen, speaking of they made speaking, it everyone's speak, business because they did like listen, a round table. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was the mistake. She shouldn't listen, have said it. But they also the fact that he slaps a smaller guy who's just made a joke. He's a bigger guy than the other guy. If that was a bigger guy, he probably wouldn't have done it. That yeah, shows okay. he's a bully but and a I coward. I don't think probably, so. You know? I think nowadays, I, listen, uh, searching for privacy it means going public. You know, that's what. People huh? doing that. Yes. Because she's well, it's, that's kind of a joke just, because Harry and Meghan are non-stop know, publicly oh, yeah, yeah. saying yeah. that they want privacy. I'm I love that. I love I've never seen such public displays of privacy. And, 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 and the British feathers are being ruffled by Harry and with his red hair. He's definitely Irish, isn't he? That's why he's having to go at uh, the British hierarchy and all that shite. But mm-hmm. no, I think these are all valid points. Uh, but that, you know, that was the. That but was, sp- speaking of you uh, and getting uh, pussy. Um, you know, uh, like there are some women, you know, who have been attracted to me, but like Des is at a different level. And it's funny, you know, like, uh, you hear women complaining about men and, you know, the way they act around good looking women. No, but I'm just saying, but it was funny, uh, Des, uh, a few times, like I've walked into a room or walked into a situation with you and to see how women some women react to you. Maybe you're not aware of it. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's it is going to be all you. No, it is fun. <laughs> what? No, what? It's oh, that, that's compliment. No, I get no, it. No, but yeah. it is oh, funny. I'm, saying, I'm going to let him speak. No, but it was funny. We went into this. There was a, there's an ice cream place across the road from the International. Oh, yeah. And we walked in. Me and Des walked in. Basically, I was invisible. <laughs> Nobody could see me. And uh, just the way women changed the atmosphere they were like they and were, the body no the, yeah there were there was women just ju- lepping them around the place oh, and stop it, and, Dave, and, and, and the hair and the hair and flicking back and you know it was just mm. kind of so they were so that was like 10 years ago by the way well that's subconscious but take it as a compliment oh no he does he does he knows take a compliment yeah. huh <laughs> shut up uh, just maybe when Are you're you like a- 60 you can just have something to refer to yeah I think back on the good old days <laughs> I'll tell my I'll tell my child I was gonna say my grandchild I was like we have to have a fucking child first I'll tell my child well, back in the day now I could walk into fucking movies ice cream on Wicklow Street all the girls would be wet <laughs> the good old days. Yeah, your dad was some man. <laughs> some man, so half of some man for half of or whatever it is. Uh, what what also is extraordinary about you is your ability. Your <clears throat> what's also extraordinary, fucking hell, the fact that you speak every now fluent, and then. He's on RT One. The fact that you, you, the fact that you have learned how to speak Cantonese, Mandarin, Mandarin, Jack. Do your research. <laughs> 
How many different dialects are there in China? Oh, there's many, many dialects. But the, the, what are the, the, what are the, the big two ones? that people know are Mandarin and Cantonese. So you, why did you but choose Mandarin? But Mandarin is actually just the national language. Of why China. did you speak that one? Why did you? Oh, well, that's the main one. Do, do, does, do most people in China speak both? No, no. Very, Cantonese is a minority uh, dialect, especially these days. I mean, not that it's dying out, but it's, 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 it's only the, it's a tiny part of the South that speak Cantonese. Does it fucking blow people away that you speak Mandarin? You know, there, there were times where I, I feel like it's become a little more common. So I think mm. people and the Internet, you know, like most Chinese people now have seen videos of like white guys speaking Chinese. So I think it's not as, yeah. uh, as exciting as it was, say, like 15 years ago. Like even around the time that I was doing it, like it was which which time was that? 2013 to 2015. That's when you were living in China. That's when I was living in China. And and what can it can just give it a little bit of the backstory? What motivated you to do that? Well, I made in the name of the father, mm. you know, learned Irish, and and na name of the father. I, I, should I need to explain things if people don't, name of the father was I, a teacher? Sorry, don't worry. Oh, yeah, okay, just relax. No, just relax. Yeah, yeah. Just relax. Jack. <laughs> So uh, I made that series about learning the Irish language here mm. in Ireland. Mm. A very successful series. And coincidentally enough, <clears throat> right before we finished filming that series, my engagement broke up. With the girl from Kerry? No, it doesn't matter. But she, <laughs> uh, my engagement broke up. I won't get into any details about her. But, uh, you know, uh, my life suddenly had taken a, a, quite a serious turn where I, yeah. so I thought were you, I was going to get... Were you fucked, I thought I was going to get married. Okay. And uh, so... Were you, sorry, can I just ask you, were you very f fucking heartbroken? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Was, was oh, why did it break? Traumatic. Well, well, traumatic. I'm, I'm, I, as I said, I'm not going to get into any did, details. He just said he doesn't want to get into any yeah, details. Yeah, like just a general. So, no, so just, can you get into details? It just did. So, uh, I, and I only mentioned that because you had said that we like talking about uh, breakups mm. and well, stuff. No, we're, we're going to, at some point, we're going to talk about, it doesn't have to be very no, we'll long. we'll talk about the, okay. I'll talk about a different relationship. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, she doesn't love, uh, she, she doesn't love that being chatted about, but the, the, the relevance of it. Private person. Uh, the relevance of it in relation to this is that suddenly I could do whatever I wanted. And because I was good at learning Irish and I did have an obsession with learning Chinese from, way back when I was younger, but also because, you know, I had a relationship with Leo. I had a, friend, oh, yes. a, a friendship right. with Leo. Yeah, yeah. Leo from, uh, worked in the international. Was, yeah, and but, where, but and he, where was, was he, he from? was one of my co-workers from Abracababra in the Des Bishop Work Experience in 2004. Where was Leo from? Uh, from the northeast of China, Heilongjiang. What a lovely bloke. And I had visited him in 2000, uh, 2004. I think that in May of 2004, I had visited China and I was quite sort of blown away by the uniqueness of China. So suddenly I was like, let's do this. Let's learn Chinese and do stand up in Chinese. Amazing. But it took me five. That was 2008. The first time I brought that idea to anybody and I didn't get it. Didn't go to China until 2013. Amazing. It but, it's, it's, but it's like it goes into almost art installation stuff. You know, the idea of like, I mean, we, people have ideas, but I mean, to have an mm. idea. To, yeah, but, to, to, no. but all well, like I mean, everything to, it was an evolution. Who does that? It's not like one day I was like, "I'm going to learn Chinese." There was like various stages in the process where I got. To yeah, that but point. I mean, who does that? We talk about freedom and we talk about choices, but the like the to actually do that. I mean, that's proper experience. And mm. what a thing to do! Oh, to do, yeah. Well, and, and also and the freedom and the, to do it had to do with that breakup. You know. So what I mean? out of cataclysm, cataclysm, out of heartbreak, these. Things, beautiful things can happen. Comes and be creative. The freedom to do that. But really, a lot of it has to do with the time, to have the time to do it. Now, I have to say, looking back, it's quite mental. Yes. 
to give up a full year of your life to make six half hour episodes for RTE. Like well, it is actually pretty crazy, but it didn't seem so crazy at yeah. the time because I'd already done a year in Connemara. And, and, uh, and I guess I had been living away from my, I've been always away from my life mm. <laughs> since I was 14 years old. So I'm very comfortable just like going into some other life. So that, that, that probably was unique to me, how I could do those things. And China, so did you achieve that goal? Did you, were you able to do, do stand-up in Chinese? I achieved the goal, uh, uh, which was fine. Well, no, but I mean, but when the did goal, you... The goal was not... The, 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 the viewer, mainly Irish viewers, right? It got bought by Australian TV too, but like mainly Irish viewers. The goal of the Irish language thing was so much more exciting for them because not only are you speaking Irish, a language that a lot of them failed to learn properly after all those years in school, but you're also doing jokes about things that they can understand. They're, they're laughing at their... You're talking about the same experience that they mm. had. Whereas when you're doing comedy in Chinese, you're trying to make Chinese people laugh. You're, trying to, you're doing jokes about things that the Irish people don't really know what you're talking about. Right. So now, now I'm not saying that made the series worse, but it made the goal less important because actually the gig, which was like a full half of an episode for the Irish series, was like two minutes. Okay. But but the hook still made it worthwhile of this journey of trying to understand China enough that you can make jokes about it because yeah. actually what happens is you're giving to the viewer a one-year understanding of China that that's entertaining that they wouldn't have had if had they not watched it. I mean, it's, and it's nearly a quarter of the population of the world or something, or a fifth or something. Yeah, it? whatever, 1.4 billion. But <laughs> it's funny, I couldn't, I tried to actually, because I stayed another year. I actually liked China so much I stayed another year. But I couldn't get there. What, was her, what was her name? Oh, get up the air. Shren Shren. But she was not why I stayed. I, yeah, only met yeah, her, yeah. I only met her halfway through my second year, actually, mm. of, uh, of being there. But I couldn't get Chinese TV to take on. I actually pitched kind of like a work experience idea. Mm in China and one of the TV stations said yes but the money was so minuscule that the production company that I had pitched it with was like it's literally like we can't make yeah, this yeah. now I would have made it for nothing because imagine getting that on Chinese TV yeah, it would amazing. have been huge but amazing. I couldn't I couldn't get it but listen do you still speak uh, <laughs> Mandarin? I, would you believe I actually did a gig in Mandarin last week in New York because there's like a little there's like a, a, a new Chinese language stand-up crew fucking hell yeah and I was did, pretty rusty I was okay yeah yeah and were they very appreciative oh uh, yeah but it's funny because I'm 10 years old like it's 10 years I went to China next mm -hmm. month 10 years ago yeah and uh they're all so young and like, I felt so fucking old. The biggest thing was I didn't feel white. I didn't feel like out of place with the language, but I just felt so old, you know, because it was <laughs> it's so new and exciting for them. Okay. Uh, but but it, it was fun. I mean, my gig was like, all right. But then they got me back up to ask me a few questions. And so it was a bit of fun. And, and they're very much like happy for me to to get involved with them because they're all new. They're all uh, and you were on a, a take the Chinese version of Take Me Out. I was, I was in two different versions of that, actually. So none so, of them are, were the official. Like neither of them are officially Take Me Out. So, they're actually kind of like robbed <laughs> mm. you know like Fei Chung Wu Rao the, the, the second one I was on is Fei Chung Wu Rao which is the biggest um, the, the biggest show in, in China well it was at the time anyway huge program uh, that one is quite like Take Me Out however it's not Take Me Out mm. and I think the Take Me Out people weren't too happy with how popular it got and uh, did you get taken out I took I picked a girl at the oh, end you there were was picking, one girl left oh I thought you were picking oh, oh, I was uh, the one guy 
Uh, oh, I see. So uh, th th this right. one worked where one your your one person you're, the guy comes out, and then at the first round of choosing, they decide <laughs> if they like you based on just how you look. So mm. there's 24 girls. I had 23 stay in on me. St what does that mean? You know, like they 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 didn't they didn't see me and go no. Right. They saw me and went yes. Okay, 23. cool. Oh, that's fucking amazing. But the cool thing about that. Was All right, lads. Because <laughs> if I was fucking there, it would have been bong 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 bong. There would have been just a little fucking parrot at the end going. <laughs> I don't know what I'm so about. the cool thing about that is, if 22 or more of the women leave their lights on for you, yeah. Then if you get a girl, yeah. you win a trip to Greece or the Maldives. I th okay, I thought you were going to say you get the girl. <laughs> no, you actually together. You, oh yeah, you win a trip to the Maldives. Which if is, yeah. if you're one of the people that gets 22 or more girls liking them at the beginning. Okay. So I was in. So the, at the end, there was only one girl left, and if I said yes to her, I knew that I was going to win a trip to Greece or the Maldives, and I said yes. But actually, she was fine. We went on one date. She was cool, but she she told me that actually. She didn't really like being on the show, so she just wanted to get out of there. So she stayed in for me because she was like, "Oh, he's a handsome yeah, yeah. Laowai, he's a handsome white guy." I'll, I'll, what I'll do they call white guys? Laowai. What does that mean? It means foreigner. It's not. Yeah, like, the, the no. Japanese uh, is gaijin because I, I was there for a year and a half. Thank you, and they refer to us as foreigners, gaijin. But uh, do you think yeah, so they? That, do you think the, they're not into Western guys, Chinese? Oh, some or, are, but not. It's not as you know. I think. I think a long time ago there was a, there was a more of a mystique and an excitement around the average Westerner, but that's kind of faded because China. Mm. They get like mm. basically the money's in China, you know. So, and you know they don't want to leave. You know, back in the day they wanted to leave because it oh, wasn't right, great. Right. But they, they don't want to leave now. Get, and where were you staying when you were there? First year I stayed with a family for a full year, and the second year I had my own apartment. You know, living the, the Chinese life. But, so know, that must have been amazing life. having a Chinese girlfriend living in China, speaking Chinese. And would you have been? Yeah, I don't know. She, she, she didn't speak English. Wow. So our relationship was entirely through Mandarin. Fucking awesome, Des. You're the man. No, so that was good. That, that helped. The it Mandarin. is amazing, isn't it? Amazing. That yeah, helped the Mandarin yeah. a lot. Now, did you find when you met Dave <laughs> that your English improved a lot? Well, her English was very yeah. good when I met her. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Your English yeah, was very good. Yeah. Well, well you never said it. I did say it. Well, this is the first time officially you say that my English is Yeah, well, is you, really you good. hear what you want to hear. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> no, but. Yeah, that's why we're not together. And that's why we're not, we're not together. together. <laughs> <laughs> but it did improve. That's definitely. Yeah, but also living in the country where you speak, not only with a person, but in the country, because we lived in. Um, Australia. Uh, uh, Denmark. Oh right. And I didn't. I didn't think. But like when we went to Australia and Ireland, that really, really? took it off. Like with nuances, jokes, and uh, you know, using the the phrases. The yeah, phrase. yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, my Chinese never got that. My Chinese is not even near as good as your English. There's no comparison. And how about all. your Irish now? Ah, oh, it's not great. Yeah. So it, language is a thing that you have to maintain. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Oh no, absolutely. Yeah. But uh, with Shren Shren, my, my, my Chinese improved a lot. Plus, I was doing the... the her name was Shren Shren. Well, her, her name was Li Ming Shren. And he's still in touch with her. Shren Shren. I, I talked to her a bit during the pandemic. I was curious how she was getting on. Yeah. But, uh, you know, listen, I, 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 lo I love Shren Shren. Shren. Our relationship was great. Yeah. But I had to leave. You know, I had to get back to like... I had like a full career. I was kind of like... I put my career on hold to live in China. And uh, she... Is the, is she this didn't really want to emigrate. We, we talked about it, and there was a time where, you know, she was talking about leaving, 
but she had to do more shishong. Shishong means sacrifice. So she was sacrificing a lot more. And in the end, the pressure from her parents. Is that a word, a phrase that is big in China? No, but shishong, it was a big one for us. <laughs> and uh, Well, I mean, oh, sacrifice. But but you know these phrases that are, have a power? Like, is that one of those phrases? You know, like in Japan, uh, you know, it's very much, you know, if you work in a company, it's all about the company, you know. I can't remember the name. That, that phrase isn't shishong. Yeah, okay. the, 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 the funny uh, expression from our relationship is, she would sometimes, when she was like ferociously angry with me, she would say, "我很委屈," and "委屈." It's 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 actually not an easy. Sounds really soft. And yeah, lovely. but it's not an easy word to translate into English. Okay. And I never quite grasp it. But a, a funny story, which doesn't really work in English, but this is actually a bit that I do in Chinese. But it's one hundred percent true. There is no, there's no change. This is just a directly straight story of an incident that happened. But it doesn't really work in translation. But. One time we're having this blazing row and I can visualize it now because we were in the bedroom of my apartment in uh, in Beijing and she was roaring at me. And I had never heard this word before. Mm. So I grabbed my phone and I was writing in into my phone. Well, would you not just ask her what, what the fuck she's talking about? We're in the middle of a fucking Oh, right. Okay. Row. I see. Okay. She's uh, <laughs> like, hello, Pauls. No, 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 no. What happened? So I look it up. <laughs> on my phone and she storms out of the fucking room and i was like where are you going she's like i tried to have a conversation with you and you're fucking looking at your phone in chinese she was saying yeah yeah and i said i don't know what fucking wei chu means i was literally looking up wei chu right now in chinese it's hard to explain why that works in chinese but in, in chinese it's fucking hilarious it doesn't work in translation because you already know why i'm looking at my phone mm. they don't know why i'm looking at my phone right but uh that word came up a lot and at this Chinese gig last week, I, I told the story about Wei Chu. And actually, because they, they all speak English, so it's a little different, right? They were all like, yeah, we can't explain to people in English what the fuck Wei Chu Well, what's means. the atmosphere about the, it? But basically, it's, 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 it's a sense of being wronged, a sense of uh, that... I am in a situation. I'm being treated unfairly. I'm being gaslit or something. It's one yeah, of those kind of yeah. No, yeah no. But it's but but it's like I could give you a, a five words. Like I feel wronged. You're, I'm being hard done okay, by. Okay, yeah. But none of them will grasp mm. the true meaning of Wei Chu. Yeah, and, and how's she saying? How's she saying it to you? She's saying, "Well, Hen Wei Chu, I'm so I feel I'm so, so Wei Chu'd. I'm so Wei Chu'd. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I she feel very fucking Wei Chu'd by you a lot of times. <laughs> wei Chu, no, no, Wei Chu. Wait you and, that, and by the way, tell show Des how Polish people sneeze. Because I just heard the wait you. No, you don't sneeze like that. Go on. Oh yeah, apsik. Really? Yeah. That's how you sneeze. Yeah, I've never knew that that sneezing had different dialects. Oh, it yeah. does. Did you did you genuinely not? I know genuinely that? did not know that a sneeze had. Apsik. Yes, I'm sure Germans do the. Apsik. She goes apsik, and Chinese people go. Chinese people oh, just sneeze. You? But you know, they don't say God bless you. They say e by sway. They say 100 years, like when you live to 100. Yeah. yeah my mother they sneezes. don't believe in God. My mother, <laughs> my mother sneezes like this. Look. <clears throat> it's disgusting. And, and, and I can see that's my... Repression. You know, but that's repression. See, that's an Irish, an Irish childhood teaches you how to sneeze like that. You just repress it. Yeah, and then my fa- I, can, I can see my father, you know, when my mother sneezed when I was growing up. My fa- she'd sneeze like that and he'd, he'd be just... <laughs> You did the same, <laughs> Look, David. Now we're, now we're getting, now, now we're getting into the root cause of the problem. <laughs> That's the exact same what you do. If, if, 
if anyone ever sneezes or coughs in David's presence, David goes, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> So anyway, she she didn't she didn't want to emigrate. So, okay, so can we can we get to? Are you ready to talk about maybe something that is about the theme of the show, and then we can like are we literally not just talking? about Oh, that is thing? that it then? Is well, that the like, thing? Did you? Well, I thought maybe you wanted to talk you? about the 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 show you're doing about your mom, or weave that. Oh, into if you it. want to, yeah. Okay, just press that button, Jack. We can talk about talk about death. And that's why we're not together. <laughs> that's the, the crying is not good for this, Jack. Jesus Christ. It's fine. Okay. But I like the crying. Sorry. You made, you okay. made it. Okay. Yeah, it's your thing. Look at him, he's transferring onto you his own mistakes. And that's why we're not together, Jack. Daniel, uh, Des. My, yeah, she, yeah, my mom died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm comfortable talking. I'm literally tonight going to do my show, my never-ending tour about my mother's death. Yeah. Carrying a ghost around on stage with me. What does that mean? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. And and is it is it because you want to give your your relationship with your mother a significance and it it helps you it assists? No, like, I, I, I I listen. I did it because I thought it'd be an interesting subject to cover. I I, I didn't do it for any healing myself. You yeah. know, I, I I don't really, I don't think there's a lot of what we do. Like, I don't think it's that healing, but I do. I think it's it's satisfying creatively to have found a way to express. Uh, I guess the two main themes uh, of the show about my mother is is grief, but also uh, the dysfunctional relationship between a son and a mother. It's so interesting, Des. Uh, you know, I never even thought about that, and that's why we're not together. Death. And I mean, that's pretty much the end of the uh, discussion. I mean, in a way, you could say, why are we not together? But it, every... Well, it's like a Christopher Nolan movie. We've started at the end and now we're going to work our way back. Well, but it's such a good thing because it really, that's the ultimate thing that is going to make us all not be together with ourselves, with other people. And it's something that in the West, I think we're very much in denial of. It's, a, it's always there in the background. Everybody's big fear, death is, uh, you know, ending up in an old person's home. With some mad fucker from Sligo cleaning shite off your back when you're mm. 92 in your bed or something like that. But anyway, uh, death, like everyone sitting here, everyone listening at some point, you know, came over. Yeah, it's in, the, it's in my opening video. Like, spo I know death isn't normally a comedy topic, but spoiler alert, we're all going to die. Yeah. That's literally in my opening video because I want people to know that like this is a show that is happily talking about death and loss. And, you know, honestly, especially I'm 47. A lot of my fans have come through with me. A lot of them are, I, honestly, both my parents died somewhat young for like modern standards. My dad was 74, my mother was 78. But so a lot of the people that come to my show, some people have lost their parents, but a lot of them have begun the process of thinking about their parents dying, which I remember my dad getting frail and then suddenly you're like, oh shit, this guy's going to die. He died mm -hmm. sooner than I expected. But I remember the process of beginning to think it was like coming. And I think so a lot of people that come to my show less are people that have lost a parent, more are people that have begun to ponder that it's coming. Yeah, well, definitely. Uh, I, I was saying this a few weeks ago, like at 56, I'm 56. Like if you heard of, of a 56-year-old dying, uh, you'd be you'd be like, oh, oh God. You know, but it wouldn't be like if, if you, a 46-year-old, oh, that's terrible. But like I'm at an age now where it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a big, massive shock. <laughs> if, 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 you know what I mean? You know, 56, you know, 21. Oh, my God. You know, 46. Jesus. You know, 56. 
Oh, yeah. He's yeah. on I mean, the way. I, I you know, think people were surprised that Lisa Marie Presley died, for example. She yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was she, in her fifties. Yeah, yeah. But it's not. She's I'm just saying that that I'm I'm getting to that. Like, I mean, there's no, there's no, uh, you know. You, well, you're you certainly know, getting to the age where you could you 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 could die. Yeah, 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 <laughs> you yeah. Could have a, a heart Why did attack. you have to laugh when you said that? No, but I'm saying this is something you need to worry about as, Thank you, you. as you vape and not look. Well, no, no. I am trying. I'm trying. I am looking at Hannah. You know, I'm looking. We do uh, our apple diets. No, but definitely as you get older, if you want to live well, you do have to fucking exercise and walk around the place and all that shit. But but, uh, but sorry. also be positive. Okay, Hannah. But shut oh, up. Are you cutting her off? No, I'm not. I'm it's cutting. Okay. We all have to live with your digressions. <laughs> but anybody, God forbid, anybody else should digress. And she's not even digressing. She's trying to keep your latest digression going. <laughs> I'm clipping her wings. Though. <laughs> okay. I know, but, that, but you're so true, That's Des. True. You, you know, it's so. I will. Look, I will see what Des is talking about when I'm looking back on this. Go on, sorry. <laughs> no, what we, what, no, what no, we, no, no, don't try to repair anything right now. You were it bringing the conversation work. to a fucking screeching halt. <laughs> no, 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 no. So uh, I love Hannah. Thank but, you. But uh, but I I don't think my show is making people think about their own mortality. I think the, the show in general is making people think about uh, their parents' mortality and also obviously. The, the, the people, the the people fleeting, that get the, the most the fleeting nature of fucking human existence yeah i mean, I mean it's it, impermanent it's it is it, impermanent but the, but the, the, the people that the show is not only for people who've lost a parent or lost somebody very close to them but the strongest reactions i get are from people that have been through it and they are usually the most hesitant to go because they think it's going to be difficult right. but they are the people that get the most out of it because actually these are jokes about things that they understand deeply. And it's so fucking satisfying. It's so satisfying to go, oh, yeah, I fucking get that. In relation to knowing Death that and you're, loss right. and grief. Yeah. No, I, so what I'm saying is the show's funny for everybody, but the people that get the most out of it are people who have actually been through that okay. level of grief. Yeah. It's not a grief competition, but I lost my grandparents. And I get people that message me afterwards like, I recently lost my grandmother and I loved your show. And I, I don't belittle that grief, but I now know that the losing parents is just a deeper grief, you know? Uh, and the people that uh, have experienced the level of grief that I'm talking about, and there are deeper levels for sure, uh, they get the most out of the show, I feel. Mm. But that's not to say that it's only for them. Everybody enjoys the show. Yeah. The show's funny. I mean, the, mm. the show, there's a couple of deep bits Mm. But it's written specifically to be funny most of the way through. And it's only allowed, it allows itself to get emotional just to acknowledge the, the depth of what we're mm. talking about from time to time. But I just want to say that, uh, Dev, it's a quite popular subject in comedy, though. You think so? Yeah, no, Jason Byrne has... Well, he's show. copying me. Well, he's copying you. And then there was some other comic um, recently who was telling me about... Uh, Oh, my ex-girlfriend, didn't she do a thing but about I, her yeah. her dad drowning? Yes. But I, I think that that's good, actually, good, because yeah. I think it's good. Because when you think about it, think about all the topics that are quote-unquote hack, right? They're not really hack. It's just a lot of things that we all experience. Well, uh, can I just uh, interject there? You're dead right. I mean, it's hack if you do hack with the hack. But, I mean, the hack is just a, a fucking a canvas. I mean, it's a canvas and it's what you do with it. A hundred percent. You know, so, 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 so the thing is and, and fuck those people who start, sh uh, you know, saying hack. Let's see like you go up on stage and let's hear your fucking opinion, you little Trinity student shithead. <laughs> fuck off. 
Okay, sorry, guys. It's just it's such a minefield of what words will trigger Dave. <laughs> so, but anyway, the point is that death is actually like something we're all going to experience. Like, not everyone's going to get married. Not everyone's going to have kids. Not everyone is going to have some of these things that are just embraced as like acceptable things to be funny about. But death is an absolute guarantee, mm. like a one hundred percent guarantee. So it's funny how we don't joke about it more. But it's how you approach it as well. Like, I mean, you know, do you get busy? Like that great quote in uh, Shawshank Redemption, get busy, get busy living, get busy dying. I mean, there's a way to live. And some people are living in a way that's kind of dying because you're just slowly fucking getting, you're collapsing. You're not well, eating the right thing. You're not walking, you're not doing this. You're just, you know, hmm. you need to you need to do shit. Yeah, you, know you, should, you should live like as if that was the last day of your life. Well, then you just lie in bed, huh? <laughs> no. Because you'd be sick. Hey, wake it up. No, no, <laughs> no. No, but no, you no. have no other chance. Yeah, yeah, so that's right. No, you're dead right. Possible. Yes, you're dead so right. So you have, you know, exciting, yeah. something exciting yeah. to remember. 100%. So every day should be exciting. Yeah, and the show about my dad was a little bit more about, like, embracing life. And your dad, but, uh, we, we, I, you know, fun fact, uh, that your dad was aud auditioned for uh, a... a uh, the lead role in James Bond film in a James. Yeah, was I mean, he? he and he had a very. Early, they, they saw him in a play. They saw him in an Irish, the oh, so Irish repertory. Actor. Yeah, actor and a model. That the, that that show was a, a little bit about that. And that show, funnily enough, was about Shishong. That show was about sacrifice, uh, but it was also about life and embracing life and 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 being content. You know, uh, my dad had a lot of regrets. So that 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 show was a lot more about life, actually, about living. Mm. My mom's show is is written after she died, and it's 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 a lot about loss and grief, and also about uh, accepting uh, the relationship for what it was, accepting the imperfections of the of the woman, and also it joke it's it's very not afraid to joke about how fucked up she was. She was fucking she was fucked up uh, by her own childhood, and then you know the the mm. stuff that she kind of like you know projected onto us as a result of her unresolved issues so it's not afraid to get into that too which which people really appreciate because a lot of people feel shame admitting that their parents did a bad job like and i i, I think we try and minimize the damage that's what their what, parents do what do you mean hannah you know because every parent damages a kid just yes. from the fact that there is a parent-child relationship yes. and parents always have expectation. So that's in itself damages the kid. Oh, the, so, uh, the, you mean the expectation for, in, let's use Des as an example. Oh, Des what is, he's going to do. Des's mom would have had an expectation of Des that he didn't fulfill, are you saying? And yeah, then she was always like, trying to, come on, Des, do this, do that, do that. Is that what you're saying? Uh, or, you in know, general, yeah, I'm, yeah, um, you know, like... The parents always want their kids to be certain way, do certain things. We're talking about unconditional love. Does that resonate but with you, Des? there is does? never unconditional love. There's always, I mean, Con you know, you love more kids. If they do better, they do better stuff. You always appreciate them better. You know, have a better relationship because, they, you know, you, you're proud of them. You, you can go around and say, oh, my my son did this or did that. If they don't, you don't talk about it because well, she would have been very, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, um, I'm being so, oh, oh, where was going? No, but, I I, I, but I, I, I'm curious what you're saying, only because I still at this stage don't have kids, so I've never been able to see it from the parenting side. So that's why I was oh, curious. So that's why I'm saying that, you know, uh, let's say what I should, you know, to damage, uh, to minimize damage. So the damage I caused to my kids, or pass it over what I've got as a baggage, is lesser. So they lesser damage. 
then because we are all damaged in a certain way. Yes. Some more, some less. Some more affected, some less affected. Oh, but Hannah's such a good mom, for Jesus' sake. I have the no, but, 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 no, but no, this but is so I, important what you're saying because oh, okay. my mother definitely lessened the damage. Her childhood mm. was fucking horrific. And she did lessen the damage. But the can, point, can I just the say point, horrific? Certain, can I well, just can, only say also, hor- certain behaviors of the parents, automatic. So they learn from yes. their parents. And it takes what you need. If there's one thing we should wish for is awareness. Without awareness, you can't change or mend or do anything. In other words, the awareness of your bad decisions or bad choice or behavior. Oh, oh. That, to be able to pull back and see we, yes. to see what how, what you're doing yeah you're just doing. awareness that i am passing what i was taught by my parents and they it doesn't serve me and it's bad for me so it's being aware that i should not do it you know yeah and so the point i'm trying to make kind of in the show but just in general is because as you grow yourself you become an adult right you become aware of the some of the damage that was done to you. And for you to be a better person, it's good for you mm. to be able to heal from that or certainly to understand how some of that still might be uh, motivating some of your behaviors. And it's okay. It's not a, it's not a, a betrayal of your parents' love to be like, that was fucked up. It, mm. And also let it go so that that resentment doesn't linger. You can actually have a better relationship with your parents once you accept that there were things that they did to you that weren't great. And that's okay because humans, like it's in, always going to be imperfect. And every generation is going to have their issues with what their parents did. So it's very honest about how fucked up my mother was, but it's also honest about, uh, well, in my mother's case, she was a little late to the party of awareness. <laughs> just, just since you're... Well, there might you, never be a war, you know? Yeah, but, and that, but that's it's sad, your I think. Job. Well, you know, that's their, like, uh, it's acceptance. That's their karma. Apparently gr- grief know. makes you horny. <laughs> what? That's really See, this bad. Is, this is too much. David, for David. This conversation to... is too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, in in my mother's case, she fought it for a long time, which is understandable. It was her personality, and you know, she lived her life like as. When if you she say was horrific, like, sorry, does it does peak the uh, when you say well, horrific? Well, her, her, her parents were bad alcoholics. Her mother, oh, okay. her mother particularly, okay. her okay. mother particularly was a very active alcoholic throughout her entire childhood, and she grew up in the the household of children worrying about their parents more than their parents. Oh, very insecure, yeah. Very stressful, though. You know, a lot of the, if you talk to anybody who grew up in a a proper alcoholic home, uh, high, high levels of anxiety, which, you know, she never lost. And, like, obviously, there's just a lot more information about it now. Like, Mm. my mother would not have really known how stressed out she was all the time. Mm. But she maintained the stress level from an insane childhood through a not-so-insane parenting situation. But she, she... carried on as if mm. everything was falling apart that's every the, that's day. The, that's the amazing thing about humans, that you have these experiences, your mom as a child, right? And, the, you know, these patterns that, you know, like, like you know, that just play out, you know. Uh, and and then you, you, you go into adulthood and you're in a relationship and, and you try to right the wrongs perpetrated against you or recreate the wrongs somehow. You know, every like, in other words, everything's fine, you, you know, in the relationship, but you somehow say something or create the atmosphere that you're not, that doesn't make you feel good, but just that you're, you know. Yeah, it's the familiarity of it's it. It's incredible, isn't realize. it? I can like, see so, it. So like in, you know, uh, you're talking about me mm-hmm. again, uh, you know, my relationship with Fiona, 
was very much, uh, you know, like it was, you know, it was recreation, the relationship with you and, and your my father. father. Yeah. But it's insane. Like I'm having a sexual relationship with a, with a woman and. No, but it's we somehow, are talking about sex. Uh, I know, but I mean, that's what are, that's what's uh, odd about it. That doesn't make sense. How can this be s- something that I'm tr- that I haven't fixed with my relationship with my dad? You know, like I'm trying that. It's not even fit. You don't need to fix your relation with your father. What you need to be, you need to be aware of dynamics between yeah, you and no, your father. Yeah, no, I was too. I, I wasn't aware. I was a, a girlfriend. Yeah, I was a dog. I was. You know? I mean, I just not a dog. Like I was just an animal, unaware, so because unaware. But did you hear what she just said, David? No. <laughs> Afterwards. No, did you actually hear what she said? No, no. Because really. it was quite profound. Yeah, say it again. <laughs> that you don't need to fix your relation with your father. You just need to be aware of it. And then don't bring it into your relationship. I did my pro- yeah. I'm sure it is profound, but the word aware puts me. It's, Why? It's, it's funny. It's it's like if you're a hypnotist. Oh, listen to my voice. Listen to my, aware. <laughs> you know. I'm just, Why? No, but I don't know. It's just a, a word aware. aware. There's no. There's no get fit. To, it's just like aware. It's aware. It's very clear. It's, Being it's aware very, is very clear. Yeah, like water. But try holding water. Hello. Well, maybe it's, it, it hurts you because Let's you're not aware. You won't allow yourself to be aware. In fact, right now, at this oh, very moment, you are avoiding to. not being aware. I hope you're learning, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, 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 it's complicated, right? Yeah, yeah, no, it, it is. It is. No, but it is a good point. Of course it is. Yeah, yeah. Of the, you have to try to find a way to free yourself from that that cycle but yeah. it's not easy no it's no, no. and not, not blaming the parents and that yes. and, and, and it's it's so funny what, what the, my big fear is you know there's nothing good about getting older but you would hope that you'd get a bit of wisdom you know and as you get older wisdom and comes I don't, from awareness well, you I will not get wise until you become just le- lean aware. back into that candle will you <laughs> so there's no hope for you david if you're not aware you're never gonna be wise Interesting. Interesting. Um, also, Des, I did a. I want to say this because in Savage Eye, right, when you were doing the Irish thing, I did a sketch about you that I thought was quite funny. That was a but funny th- sketch. I know, but then I did loads of other sketches in the Savage Eye that weren't funny because I've looked at them and they're not funny. They're, and also, it's like my fucking whatever obsession, you know, or jealousy of your success or whatever. And I don't know, in my fucking head, I'm trying to. But I'm taking the piss out of you. Classic fucking Irish behavior. Whatever Irish, I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm distracting. Yeah, I just think I, I, look, most most look. in most professions people have like natural uh, natural competitiveness yeah. and like and and like jealousies. But most people don't express them as publicly as yeah, you Yeah, but do. anyway, anyway, the point <laughs> Most is... Most people keep them on the down No, low. but it's, it's... it's Yeah, but it is... Okay. But it is, it's, it's ugly enough kind of thing. But anyway, it's good to say it. Oh, well, what, what I'm trying to say is there was one good sketch and then the other ones were oh, like... The other one uh, is no, very no, funny. No, but the other one... They're, are, they're, are they like, I mean... People, no, the other people, ones aren't. But people, the Irish people, one is funny. People are looking at them and they're, they're what's he freaking what's Des Bishop got to do like you know like you were big to me but to other people it's like what What? so uh, but anyway and then we did have a confrontation well I did physically threaten you yeah and and I, <laughs> I felt I did physically threaten you outside the international and I but felt, that was more from the point and I was of going through my 12 steps at the time was, and, and, I, I, and I'd just broken up with Fiona so I was trying to make amends to everyone and I felt very bad for you <laughs> But and, more, and then honestly, I didn't. And, me, for more, it was point of view of the fact that we had a friendship and you didn't like consult me about it. I thought that was a little sneaky. It was more to do with like people. So the first sketch actually it didn't bother me at all. Uh, I thought it was very funny. 
But what bothered me was after the second sketch, people were messaging me being like, what's Dave McSavage's problem with you? Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. I don't know, which is 50% no, of the there comedy industry. There, there was, no, but can I, can I just say, can I just say, um, uh, yeah, they were just, they, you, you were, we were just trying to create content and you just, okay, I've got a character. But it, then it, it lost its kind of meaning and, and then we did a few of these sketches. But I also don't think, I, I, they weren't I, funny. I don't think That's I was as big, big I don't think I was as big as you thought. No. Also, I, I don't think That's people right. cared enough. No, you they know? didn't. But the, but the, but they the, didn't. But, and, and then I shouldn't, I, I, I went over the top that day when we were chatting, but that was partially because you were being dismissive of me. No, but also you were going through a lot of shit as, as well. Or whatever. I, I guess, yeah. But I, you know. I think your dad just died. I guess. At that time. Maybe, yeah. And anyway, anyway, it was totally fine. I mean, anyway, that, was a, that was like an argument between friends, <laughs> between two Gen X friends, also, where where that level of of physical escalation would not be considered problematic. Be considered yeah, yeah, yeah. Normal. No, no, it, it was. It didn't affect our friendship. No, no. Did you actually hit him? No, no. Well, why but not? He tried. No. <laughs> no, you know what happened? He you tried know, like, to walk he's away. He's one of the boys who actually needs to be hit from time to time, and he finds it so familiar from his childhood. <laughs> that he would actually understand. <laughs> no, all that happened was he tried. You, I, I feel like it was something along the lines of you tried to walk away from me, like as if like, come on, fuck off. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just remember grabbing your bike yeah. and like physically, like sort of shoving it back. <laughs> he was at a bicycle at the time. <laughs> yeah. Just, I'm gonna go off on my bicycle. But I, and I remember sort of like I just, I just kind of wanted you to know that I was serious. Yeah. No, I know. And no, but it did. And and. Uh, you anyway, didn't put another sketch in. No, but I because, literally told you that. I actually said to you, if you put, if, if there's another fucking sketch about me in yeah. that show, I'm going to hurt you real bad. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's funny, you know, you do sketches about people and you don't meet them. I mean, all this, all the, in fact, a Pat Kenny's nose was out of joint because of the sketches I did. Some of them were funny, some of them weren't. Joe Duffy wanted to fucking sue me for blasphemy. Wanted oh, yeah, to do but this. I think and Joe Duffy is a really nice man. So I, well, anyway, I, I, did I told is. you this when we were messing around? But obviously, so I one day. This is a hundred percent true story, mm. right? The, the squash in RT is gone now, but they used to have this, the fitness center, you know? And I was never a member of the fitness center in RTE, but they had squash courts, so I would often play squash there. And Joe Duffy trains religiously every day after his show. And I would often see him in there. We get on great. And one day it's me and Joe Duffy in the shower. <laughs> no. Completely naked. No. Naked. Oh. Yeah. We're, and it's fine. It's just two men in the shower. And I was joking with him and I was saying, Joe, I was like, we have something in common. You know, I was like, me and you, we, we've both had sketches about us on the Savage Eye. And he goes, yeah, but he didn't call you a sexual pervert. <laughs> the two of you are fucking naked. He didn't and I was like, you're right, yeah. <laughs> well, we never called him and said, like, oh, yeah, no. Oh, we no, fucking had him yeah, in, a fucking, in a gimp outfit, <laughs> being like, yeah, that's right, yeah, there's a lot of pain, yeah. yeah. You, you were nobody suggesting did. that he was a sadist. Well, no, uh, there was a, uh, a guy called Jack Kevorkian, and there was a documentary about him, and he would uh, help assist people in suicide. Oh, Is that the, the right yeah, term? Yeah, he was, Assisted he was suicide? killing them. Yeah. And um, they they said they said that he you could see that he clearly, on a level probably in denial of it, clearly was elevated and kind of got off. Not mm. maybe sexually, but certainly he was. Uh, you know, everything got a bit open, and when he was talking to the person, and I certainly noticed with Joe <clears throat> when he's talking to people who are downtrodden, 
his his larynx is sort of slightly vaginal. It kind of gets all. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. that's just that's just the motivation behind the sketch. But that's actually not true. He's just a good broadcaster. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Well, but I think he does get excited. Oh no, we do. We love. We do love. <laughs> because, yeah. we, do, we do love. We do love other people's. Music. You know. Oh yeah. How you doing, Hannah? Oh, I'm doing great. I, I'm great. Mm, you know. How you doing, Hannah? Oh, my sister's in. But oh, he really so dwell in the misery. That's true because I I listen in RT sometimes, and he goes like, yeah, yeah. Tell me more. Tell me more about this. Yes, yes, he does. And I was actually surprised how David yeah, how's well your, portrayed how's it. Your, how, are you know? how are your parents? How are your parents? <laughs> but he is a very nice guy. Yeah, Can we oh, get this on? We're yeah, both very, agreeing. Very, I'm very. He tried to uh, charge me with blasphemy. I like the did guy. He, did he He's take you to court? No, but no. he, he, he didn't charge you with blasphemy. That's a, that's not that's it would it would have been a libel of some description, mm. not blasphemy. Yeah, well, he but did. he never took you to court, did he? Mm. No. And then, and then the bull make the bull make. So people don't. Ass. And but I think that's a good sign. I think you should eviscerate. That's what good good satire. It should make people feel uncomfortable. Mm. But I would say I am sorry that I took it to the extreme with you because they weren't funny, and it was my own in my head. You know, you know, trying to bring you fucking down and down a peg that or two. Like but a it's secret it's adoration from your side. That's right. To kick someone who you love. Yes. So and it was admire. actually it was and a, where does that come from, Hannah? Child. <laughs> <laughs> it was a well, I appreciate that, but we're long a past that now. In fairness, no, let's go back and fucking <laughs> let's stay, let's go outside. And I'm sorry oh, yeah. for getting Daniel, physical. Jack, sort this guy out now. Yeah, well, that's a, that, I mean, I feel like that's a healthy comedic journey over the years. Now. Yeah, you um, have to have it out actually. But I, um, I didn't need to get physical, but I do think it's good to talk about it rather yeah. than let it fester. No, I, I felt you did because you, you there was no... Do you know what it was? You were right. You were pissed off. And it was an honest fucking reaction. And you, there was no smile and passive aggressive. There was no fucking postmodern bullshit. It was, you know, and that was it. And, and done. We're done, yeah. And you got your power man back. Man. And I bet you got. I bet you when you got, went yeah, back I to the girlfriend... Keep my yeah, fucking career <laughs> out of your mouth. <laughs> Keep my fucking career out of your fucking mouth. And, and uh, did you, were you going out with the girl at the time? I bet you went home and shagged the fucking um, arse off. Oh, just stop it. I think so. Stop it. It wasn't about sex. Everything's not about sex. It does not about so sex. But you got your power back and you fucking marched off like a fucking man. <laughs> I wasn't looking to you get were, my power you back. You got it back. No, the, the the first sketch never bothered me. Obviously, people no, in the no, comments. Do you know what's so annoying though is that people get, get read into it too much, and they're like, "Yeah, fucking yeah," you know. Well, you see that that's the other thing about comedy. People don't understand who haven't done comedy. The uh, well, inappropriate amounts of anger directed towards you if you don't get it right, or if people yes. don't like your style of comedy. Do you know what I mean? So there's lots of you know, uh, lots of people who hate my fucking guts, and I get that on Instagram. You get there's people you get hate fans. Yeah. You just can't let you alone. And uh, it's fine, but it just it just does creep you out. Like they're just out there, just you know. And thank and and that's of course the the problem. If you got if you got really successful, really really successful, there'd be people who kind of just want to kind of kill you. Oh, it's crazy! Yeah, I had a most interesting observation recently. Have you ever had a scary uh, thing? Because you reach very high. Have you? I had, have, few, have you, I had a few overly obsessed people, but nothing nothing crazy now. Nothing. Crazy. Yeah, I had one. Years ago, this guy was causing me causing me problems, and he actually he actually had like kind of sabotaged one of my shows. Was okay. he stalking you as well? It was, it was a little stalkery. It was mm. definitely stalkery. Mm. And it got to the stage where 
That's not yeah. me now. No, no. It got <laughs> to the stage where at one stage, like he, he wrote like an email or something that was like, like very violent and like weird. Mm. And then just by chance in Cork, I, I was with my buddy who's not really in comedy and he met a kid he grew up with. And lo and behold, one of the guys that was with this kid he grew up with was the guy. And he says to me, I'm whoever, which is like an internet name. He's like, I'm whoever. And I'm like, really? Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, what's the matter? Like, what yeah, the yeah. fuck is wrong yeah, with yeah, you? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he was like, what do you mean? Like, it's all a bit of fun. I was like, oh, right. oh okay. really? Like, threatening me? Like, I nearly went to the fucking police with the last thing you fucking wrote. Right. I was like, you think that's fucking funny? And how did he react? Well, he got quiet because suddenly, you know, it's like, oh, so he it's didn't. all a fantasy. Well, you see, may, and, and maybe that's... And he ne- I, I, never heard, I never heard from him again. Of course. Well, you see, that's, that's, it's kind of the same with me doing sketches about you or other people. Uh, you know, in a way, it's good to be an outsider because you don't know these... Well, I did know you. But even still, when you're doing the sketches, you're not really thinking too much about the person, you know, that you're, uh, you're, you're having a go at. Yeah, but that's that's a toughie too because we've all I mean, made I've, fun I've, of, we've all made fun of people. Yeah. It's not like I've I've heard I've heard other sketch comedians talking about that as well. Where oh, they really? meet where they meet the people that they've been uh, ripping ripping up or whatever and it's uncomfortable. Really? Yeah. But that is occupational hazard, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, there's but but then there's some people like just embrace it, right? Like like mm. uh, what's his name? Um you know, uh, Connor Sketches does these, you know, the impersonations Who? Connor sketches you know he does like he started with golf sketches but now he does like a lot of football stuff and all that oh yeah he's an impersonator yeah yeah a mimic yeah you, yeah. Don't, you don't know his stuff I do vaguely but, like, yeah, he made yeah. fun of Gary Neville but Gary Neville like thinks it's the most hilarious thing ever. yeah yeah because it's probably uh, not too ah yeah it was fairly benevolent yeah, he wasn't yeah, calling yeah. him a sexual pervert or <laughs> it's pretty say, benevolent <laughs> it's, it's terrible when the hort are hoarding the hoarded Mm-hmm. I heard that from uh, Mannix Flynn told me, gave me that line from uh, Joe Duffy, the hort hort and the hort. Jack, do you <laughs> want to do, uh, do you want to do uh, open the cage? And we're just going to finish up. Open the cage. Wait, sure, wait a second. Sure. You have okay. a segment? Yeah, yeah. Wait a second. Okay. We have open the cage now with. You're going to play the whole thing? No, this is a trivia about Nicolas Cage. What's the trivia today about Nicolas Cage? Daniel's slightly obsessed with Nicolas Cage. Okay, so uh, Nicolas Cage uh, once owned uh, two European castles where he would spend hours meditating and reading books and philosophy. And this led to a hunt for the Holy Grail. Did he did he own two European castles at the same fucking time? Uh, yeah, one in Germany and one in the UK. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Mm. Uh, do, and he, he he was. I didn't realize he was married to Lisa Marie. Reprise, oh yes, he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I noticed his name being mentioned last week. Yeah, yeah. Because right. he was such a big fan of Elvis, and he was. Oh, and oh, and wasn't he was. She he, married he, he, to he, ja- Michael Jackson. Yeah, but she was, wasn't she? She was married. to No, Michael absolutely. Jackson. Yeah. Uh, and she, he was—he collected lots of Elvis memorabilia, and so mm. people at the time thought, "Well, that's the ultimate prize, isn't it? To, to be wow. shagging Elvises." So almost through the, <clears throat> he was shagging Elvis through her his daughter. Mm, sorry, she's just died. No, he was actually, you know, uh, touching, you know, like genes passed over through but his. That's daughter. what I just. But said. they didn't have a kid, though, right? No. I don't think she so. had a kid, but but not with him. Not with him. I don't know who the father of her child is, but that's outside the that's outside the remit of your knowledge. Thank you yeah, very much. Thank there. you very much, uh, J- J- Daniel, for uh, open the cage. You're welcome. Are we going to do conspiracy? We're, we're doing it the wrong way. Conspiracy corner. 
Come on. Oh, are these do, guys do you want to do conspiracy Come corner? on, then, quickly. <laughs> That's the Jack's conspiracy. Because <laughs> Jack is a Jack, Jack, Jack is. and Hannah are so into their conspiracies. Oh yeah, because the the, well, the Polish hate vaccines. You know, oh yeah. <laughs> That's that's nowadays oh, how you very, gaslight people. Just say that you. Uh, no, they're very they're very yeah. anti-vaxxers. Those two. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, smell it. I, I like <laughs> smell be, I like being uh, what's the word when you're um, contrarian from my father, passed down from my father. Yes, he took out that from you. <laughs> it's all your fault, David. <laughs> I love you. I love you, my son. What what's conspiracy corner today? Uh, well, we've got something about the Dalai Lama. Would Ooh. you do you think the Dalai Lama ever worked for the CIA? <laughs> well, let me tell you. So when there was the Chinese Tibet, oh, this is perfect. This is tying into China, this. Yeah. So the Chinese Tibetan conflict, you know. Correct. Yeah. It started around the fifties. Fifties, the Chin. Yeah. Mao Zedong came and took it over. So apparently, the 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 CIA. Uh, got in contact with the Dalai Lama's brothers and basically put him on like a six-figure salary every year to kind of support the insurrection in Tibet against China. So this was like a conspiracy theory that people thought that the Dalai Lama worked for the CIA and it kind of turned out to be actually true. So... Yeah, well, he's a nice guy, the Dalai Lama. I, I mean, love, we wouldn't I, have, I wouldn't have a problem with him uh, getting mm. some financial support from the United States no, because no, no. you know it's 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 quite it's it's a it's a it's a it's not a really strong claim that China has on Tibet. Obviously, they think it is, mm. you know, yeah. but it's it's back to empire stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know they really have they've fucked up Tibet. So I would have no problem if the Americans were supporting the. Dalai I'm a big Lama. fan of the United mm. States. You know what I mean. No, I'm not saying that the Americans have, haven't done fucked up stuff, but supporting the Dalai Lama wouldn't bother me. No, no, it's, it's, just, uh, it's just an interesting He's a cool point. guy. You know what I never knew until very recently because I had a Tibetan taxi driver in the States. Wow. That spoke Mandarin. No way. Uh, so we were getting real deep into it. And he, so in, in Mandarin, Tibet is Shizong, right? That's, that's how you say it in Mandarin. So when I said that to him, he said, yeah, but Shizang is not what my country is called in Chinese. My country is called Tibet. But you're not allowed to say Tibet in the mainland China. Yeah, if, that's you say that, if you say that, that, that you, it'll, that's considered like, you know, Heresy supporting Tibet. Support, yeah. So mm -hmm. Shizang is just the, uh, the, the name. Now, I never actually looked that up to see if that was true, but that's what he said. I'm going to Google it now just to make sure I'm not spreading misinformation. Can I, can I just also say, like living in China for two years, did you sense that, um, did you almost at some point, even though obviously clearly you didn't look Chinese, but did you kind of feel a bit Chinese at times? Or? I never felt Chinese. Did you? But I, no, I felt well, like, it, why is that I felt a stupid like a, question, Jack? No, it's not stupid. I, I felt a, a great connection to the place and I loved it. Yeah. And I love Chinese culture. But I, I never felt Chinese. And did you see? It's very did, different. Like their culture, mm -hmm. they, the, the cultural shift from the United States to Ireland was not a big jump. The culture, the Chinese culture is very different because, you know, they come from a different set of values. Like the core principles that we sort of are in, inherit, we don't even realize, are Judeo-Christian values. Right? Mm. They have come from the Confucian Confucius system, Eastern philosophy, which is it's very different. Amazing stuff. They put a it? lot more emphasis on filial piety. They put a lot more emphasis on uh, understanding your role hierarchically. Within, you mean in the family? Within society, oh. the family first, and also society. Which is, which is, I, I mean, objectively looking in, it, it's pretty beautiful how the family thing is. It works great in the family, but some people feel that it, it makes it easier to uh, instill, you know, like more authoritarian governments. 
Oh, that, okay. Some people but, think that, but like, it, it's not just China. It's all of Asia has this. So obviously there are there are successful, uh, there there are more inclusive governments than the Chinese government in Asia. So that doesn't totally track. Is is the is the um the the relationship with older people much better? Is that is, was that a, a big. Uh, thing that you noticed absolutely that definitely comes we from hate old people we, do we hate old people in ireland we fucking hate xiaoshun is the the chinese for filial piety it's like we, a big thing so we're not into older people here well i i, I mean i i, I, don't, not, think, I, I don't, don't think i don't think i mean i'm invisible i we don't put as much importance on on and how uh, we don't say how important it is to look after our elders like no. they do over there yeah but so I do you know what i mean i i I, I wish i want to get taken over by and, china and it, the older I get, <laughs> I want to go. I'm going to move to fucking I think China. There's socioeconomic input into that as well because people can't afford, or there is no way of getting rid of older people. So the family has to look. Oh, right, right. Because well. you mean, in other words, the government don't provide anything. So the, go, the not the government provides here as well. Do you, do you, are, are, are younger women into older guys in China? Uh, I mean, come on, Des. Like there's well, Shren uh, Shren was was younger than me, like, but like you know she she was like, <laughs> but she was not much younger. Like, no, well, no, she was thirteen years younger. Yeah, but like you, you weren't pretty old either. No, 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 no it was fine. But I, I like. I don't but older he means maybe like 60 going out with the oh sorry you're old. asking because you want to go to China no I don't Des don't be disgusting I'm so sorry ladies and gentlemen let's move on is that why you're asking that <laughs> no no anyway uh, no like a, fuck, like a creepy like a creepy sure fucking like a creepy fucking sex tourist I don't think so you know what I mean oh no my god that's Any, not a no that's not a thing um, but uh, yes so the, I love that about China and um so a big cultural shift. Oh yeah. So I was asking you, did you feel uh, Chinese? Did you feel? Oh yeah. Did were the personality types the same after being there for a while? And when you get set, settled and in, a little bit integrated, did you notice that just people are the same everywhere? Kind of thing. Did you notice there's that type of person, that type of person? Yeah. I mean, I you, mean would, you would definitely become more aware of the different types of people. No, what I mean, in, in other human. words, yeah. But what I'm saying is, in other words, that there aren't. There's only a few personality types. In the you know as humans, I mean, I didn't get that deep into it. What do you? How's that? Still, you know, there's uptight people, yeah, yeah. people, extroverts, introverts. Yeah. yeah, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think about it too much. I didn't try to sort of, I, I wasn't thinking about it in in that regard. Is it more of a reserved culture compared to the states or Ireland or? Yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. reserved like, in like what way? Uh, you know, they're they're not as they're definitely not as naturally extroverted, especially when and they're not strangers. trying to have a laugh with you all the time. You know, like a, no, they, but they're actually humor is very important there, and that that that's something that gets lost in translation. That so some people maybe abroad sort of give Chinese people like that they're very serious. But actually, in China, when you speak Chinese and you get to know them, they 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 they, they, they like to laugh like a lot. Mm. Uh, just they're not as like naturally warm initially like Irish people are, but that's that's a distinctly Irish thing. Mm. Mm. Yeah, we know that they're and not. The, that, that's, that's also very superficial. That's initial. <laughs> it is true. Yeah, the Irish yeah, it's, warmth. It's, it's oh yeah, an initial warmth. No, no, no. It's nothing comes. Nothing comes this. from it. Yeah, no. They, they, that warmth that you're talking about with Irish, it's it's actually just in it's curiosity for, uh, historically. Like you know, are you here? Are you are you a spy? You know. Definitely, it's even more pronounced in Kerry. 
<laughs> Hello, no, how are you doing? Where are you from? Fuck off, mate, you know. No, but it's nice. Every, you know, you go yourself to a pub, everybody talks to you, everybody is nice. But if you want to, let's say, afterwards, or let's say in two days' time, they have a cup of tea, they say, yeah, we're going to have a cup of tea, but you, you go to the place, but no one's there. Interesting. So you so, think it's superficial? Irish uh, warmth. <clears throat> well, it, it is genuine at the beginning, but nothing follows it. Interesting. Interesting. Mm. Well, the Chinese are... are very hospitable like when you when you get to know them but yeah but when you come in as a guest though it's Mm. almost too much can i just say stifling that's very you know that's like defense against communism if you go to poland as well you would be greeted you know even there's this saying um that you just borrow the money to just show how hospitable you are you know because it's almost like a defense against communism and its suppression in general. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. Well, you have that experience. Yeah, I, and I think this, this is, you know, like, and that's why they say Chinese maybe don't ex- express themselves because they are suppressed. So they're very aware of individual. But isn't there a different type of communism, like Russian communism and Chinese communism? I know, but it's still, it's but like either a totalitarian, way, it's a totalitarianism state. Really. Like in Poland as well, there was a totalitarian state. If you didn't agree with the party politics, you, you know, you were, yeah. you know, you were outside. There's that, that great scene, did you see recently, where the head of the Chinese government and some guy stood up and said something to him. Oh, that's Hu Jintao was just taken out. He was the ex-leader. He was the former leader. So, so I would say, you know, the, you know the way in the pandemic, and suddenly people realize, Jesus, we're all very compliant, aren't, aren't we? It just shows, though, that that you know, in China, you know, if you, it doesn't matter how rich you are, if you're against the party line, they can shut you down, take your money. So, I, I would imagine mm. that people, Something humans are, we are very compliant, and people, I assume, in China, they just want to get on with their lives. They don't, they don't want to fucking rock the boat too much. But, but I, they can't. I, I, they can't but I imagine the there are. But they did rock the boat recently, and they actually got a result. You know they did they did rise up about the the, the too zero strict politics. lockdown yeah zero, zero covid po- zero because COVID. of the fire in Xinjiang and actually they very quickly changed the policy I mean the Chinese government actually got afraid that they may that they may they, have had a problem on right. their hands which which because which, that is their great fear is, is a, they, they, a revolution I mean they the government is created by one and what's to stop the people eventually going but, but like, that's interesting so so and the, the people would sense that. <laughs> that they, they, they would think, oh, 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 you see, the government are, are changing the policy. Well, that's, so, so that's that will, we'll, we'll see what happens now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that that's was a successful. Yeah. That was a successful protest. Okay, really. brilliant. I mean, I'm sure some people paid the price, but uh, does I, can I just genuinely say thank you very fucking much for giving me your time. You're brilliant. You're a very generous guy. We tried to do a podcast we together, did. but it, but for uh, from my from from my angle, it felt like we were a bit nervous about talking and opening up. Well, I was because definitely nervous about what you were saying. Yeah. I was, well, I was not, but, but, but I still am. Nothing's but, changed. But it's I, te- I've had anxiety the entire no, book. No, but, but it's terrible. But it's a terrible way to be, Des. In a, it's certainly for comedy, we should be allowed to fucking make mistakes and say things that we clearly don't mean just for effect or use hate speech to make fun of hate speech. Blah blah blah. But it's a, if 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 we're if we're scared, uh, that's what I felt that it became that I was. I was sort of saying something, and, and you're, can I say that? You know, all that shit. Yes. So, well, I and I think that, good, I, that I think this is a good setup for you, though. I want to get I want to get beyond that, though. That's why I think if, putting this on YouTube or Spotify, I think it gives you more latitude to to just. Well, I say think this stuff. is a great idea. 
Um, and it's good. You need numerous people to keep you in check. Well, Jack and Daniel, amazing. Don't overdo it, David. But look, uh, what I'm saying is thank you so much for giving oh, us yeah, your time. Delighted to be and here. And also, uh, if people are interested, you're on tour at the moment. Well, the only thing that really matters is I had, I'm doing a show in April at the Olympia. Right. And you, but I, th I saw on your website, you've, you've sold out a lot of dates. Which is great. Well, yeah, well, here I'm only doing three. Oh, only doing three. I'm only three. doing and three, and then I added one in April. Which is Olympia. It's the, it's the tail end of a very long tour. This tour started before the pandemic. This tour started in 2020, and I, I've just added. I added a few more, literally, because I felt like uh, in early 2022 there was a lot of people still hesitant to go out. Right. Because I noticed in the autumn of 2022, ticket sales were just way better. People yeah. seemed to be more. So I literally added these dates just to okay. to get the tail end of the people that might have been hesitant, and it seems to have worked out. But then that's it. I'm letting go of the show. I've literally been doing the show for three years. So if you want to, okay, well then, how good must this show be? Uh, how well worked out it is. So if you if you have a if you have a chance, uh, uh, buy a ticket. See Des in the April Olympia. April nineteenth. April nineteenth. It's probably yeah. There wouldn't be many tickets left. I know. There's you can get tickets to that. I anyway. mean, it's it's actually it's doing fine, but it's a Wednesday night. You know, for people that have no lives. Thank you very much, Des Bishop. Thank Round of you. applause. Come on, Des Thank Bishop. Thank you, everybody.